Hey, what's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Bust out all your fish, water, and wet Jason Momoa puns because we're taking a deep, full spoiler dive as we review the latest DC superhero movie, Aquaman. Joining us this week is my sister because a family that podcasts together something something together i'm not sure how the saying goes but you are going to learn a lot as anthony rugboy and the jock and nerd nation grill her with questions about me this is going great all that and more in this edition of the jock and nerd weekly for thursday december 27th 2018 this is jason Musen for reasons best left between you and your therapist you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Snooch to the nooch. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock is nerded. Be funny, disturbing. Jock is nerded. Spoiler alert. Hi, yo, listener. What's up? Thanks for tuning in this week and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, your weekly geekly, giving you comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And that fantastic freaky felty in the corners rug boy what's up rugs oh you did that underwater <laughs> bit already i see you're doing it ties into the the, the topic of the show i thought you were a motorboat <laughs> i am record. too i do that yeah. while i'm underwater <laughs> we interrupt your motorboating session i'm sorry you know we yeah. always record it this time you know it's thursday that's right i motorboat and then i do podcast yeah also joining us very special guest in what may be the greatest idea I've ever had or the worst idea for me I've ever had. Please welcome on the show my younger biological sister, Sophia. What's up? How did you get here? Oh, well, I wasn't adopted. I'll confirm that. Okay. I'm the reason... Uh, not sure if Imran was, though. <laughs> I I don't know how she got here, but I'm, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm willing to bet that it was between a man and a woman. Something and- like that. Something sexual might have happened. Well, look, this is what happened. Uh, it's the holidays. Is that what you were asking? No, that's not oh. what I was asking. Now I have an image now, in my now head. You have to, now you have to start thinking about that. Of my parents doing <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, scratch that. Look, it's the holidays. She was in town. We saw Aquaman together. And I was like, we're going to review uh, Aquaman. Want to come on the show? Now, Sophia, have you ever listened to an episode of the Jock and Nerd podcast? I've listened to one episode. I'll take it. That's more than Anthony's listened to. What did, what did we talk about? It was the one where you had a science guy talking about the science oh, of... Morris. Uh, science of superheroes. superheroes. Doctor, fascinating. Yeah, Dr. Adam Morris. He's, he's he great. did an episode where we talked about if Aquaman was possible. Yes, mm-hmm. listeners should check out, just search Science of Aquaman, uh, and you will learn something. Now, the reason I said biological sister, I got to explain something, because if you look at us in real life standing next to each other... We look like a pair of piano keys. And I'm not talking about the white <laughs> white keys. I'm talking about the one long fat white key and one little black key uh, next to it. 
Uh, the reason is, <laughs> you just call wow, me a little black key. You're a little black key. Okay. Listen, just like, it's like ebony and ivory. She is dark and I am light. It's more like a little brown key. A little brown key. Uh, for the new listener, let me explain. Yeah, she's not that dark. I saw, I saw the picture. I, I sent you guys a photo of us just now. I'll put it in the show notes listener. You could check out us not dark together. Enough. Oh, she could find somebody. She, not that dark. She, she, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nailed it. I might have to ask you to talk to my mom about So, that. you know what? And our parents, you're darker than our parents. Our parents aren't really that dark. So, she is brown and I'm white, listener. We are related. We're Pakistani, but I have vitiligo. And I've had it since I was six, which is the destruction of the melanin in my skin. So, basically, like Michael Jackson, I was born a little brown boy, grew up into a white man. And you are actually the brownest of our whole family. Was when I? You were a kid. Yeah, you was were. He? You, oh, it was he? Yeah, if chocolate. you look at pictures, he was a dark. Yeah, he was I, like. I chocolate, need to see chocolate. these fucking pictures. I have uh, um, naked baby photos of myself on a public He was the brownest, <laughs> and then he became the whitest. Can you send me those? <laughs> I'll post when did he, when did he? So, who's older? She, I just said younger. Anthony doesn't listen. Oh. Younger so you're biological younger. sister. So when when do you start? When did you start remembering him looking funny? Uh, I think my whole life. I don't think I have yeah. like conscious memories from because it started when you were like six, when I was right? six. You were like three remember. or four. Yeah, so, so pretty much. Pretty oh, so it was yes. already it yeah. was already yeah. happening. Right. By the time you would have your first memory, I had like yeah. white rings. I looked yeah, like yeah. a fucking raccoon a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't you have any. Had the, you had the white rings on your eyes around my eyes and a little bit around my mouth, and it was on the joints on my fingers and elbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, it started real slow, just like that uh, model Winnie Harlow mm-hmm. or Chantel oh, Brown. Nothing like her. If you're also a new listener, nothing like. No, she's uh, she's she's fantastic. Uh, check out the show notes for this episode, jockandair.com slash two five four, where you will find links to everything we talk about, how to get in touch with us, how to subscribe for free so you never miss a show. You're going to want to stay tuned, listener, because later in the show, uh, we're doing a uh, uh, ancient Arabic tradition. It's a it's a game called A-H-A-A-M. Oh, I know that game. Yeah, Anthony. I know how to pronounce How do you pronounce that? Aham. <laughs> Mashallah, the guy's learning Arabic. Look at Alhamdulillah. You know, really, the reason for the show, the real reason is so I could slowly convert Anthony to Islam. Oh, shit. I think it's going well. We can do that. We can do that right on the show, Anthony, if you want. No. It's really easy. A H A A M will be a segment <laughs> called Ask Her Anything About Me. Talking nerd. <laughs> I've thrown that's this out. later. Yes, that's later. You're going to want to tune into that because I threw it out to the Jock and Nerd Nation Facebook group. And holy fuck, are there some amazing questions. This is a very narcissistic show on your part. This is great. I I mean, I'll t- I'm, I feel like I'm going to take you're, a lot we're, of abuse. We're, we're going right to spend now. half of it talking about you. Hey, that's fine. That's why I brought my sister on. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is the last show for calendar year 2018. Happy New Year when you're listening to this, people. Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully 2019 uh, is a year also. Uh, well, still, this will release before the, the new year. Like one day, but most people will be listening to this. Yeah. In 2019. Happy New Year. And so, since we need time for the AHAAM, we're just going to get right to the review right here. Let's hit it, fellas. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Full spoiler review of Disney's live action adaptation of Little Mermaid. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> uh, it's the, the sequel, The Shape of Water. Uh, that's not right either. Kind of. Uh, kind of. It is a guy fucking a fish lady. Kind of reversing yeah. shape of water. That's wa- what Waterworld should have been. Also the sequel to Splash with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. This movie is a lot. Aquaman. Full spoilers. Is this, what, was this about Adam Sandler? No, that's Waterboy. That's the prequel oh. to Aquaman. Here's your right. spoiler alert, listener. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. So this is going to be great when we get to our opening thoughts because my sister, like, uh, I, she, she doesn't watch... 
She doesn't care about comic book movies. <laughs> really into it. Let's Why did you out. watch this movie? One reason alone. Jason Momoa. That's it. <sighs> But look, before we get to the opinions on the movie, we got to start with facts. Here's some facts about this movie. This is the sixth DC Universe movie since this new universe they've been trying to start with Man of Steel in 2013. 2016 brought us Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, 2017 Wonder Woman and Justice League, and now Aquaman in 2018. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes right now, this movie went down to 64%. Average rating just a straight 6 out of 10 so compared to the other DCEU movies, it's not in the it's kind of in the top range. Uh, there's not a lot of movies that are above 50 percent in, in that fucking list of movies. Box office wise, here's the big key. This movie came out in China like a month earlier, and I think that was probably the smartest thing they could have did. It made two hundred seventy million dollars before it even opened here. Opening weekend here, sixty seven million which was what was expected, but it was the Christmas opening weekend. So uh, the five-day total was like over $100 million. It's sitting at 122 domestic. Worldwide, it's made $596 million. Oh, shit. Dollars, over half a billion dollars. A uh, couple of other interesting facts. This is one of only six movies to make more than $20 million on Christmas Day. It joins Avatar, Sherlock Holmes, Rogue One, the Last Jedi, and The Force Awakens. However, this is the lowest opening weekend for any DCEU movie. Yeah. But it is the highest grossing film in China for Warner Brothers, made $93 million opening weekend. My question to you guys right now, do you think this thing hits a billion dollars? Is this their It'll first? It'll just be short of a billion. Could this be their first billion dollar movie? It would be huge mm. for them. I don't think it's going to hit a billion. I think it's uh, just going to be close, but it'll, it'll fall short. I don't think it'll hit a billion just because I don't think domestically it's going to do as well. Yeah, probably so not. It needs a good domestic gross. I think a lot of moms will be taking their kids to see this movie repeatedly. Yes. I think that may be a huge factor. You got to wet Momoa. That's all you need. <laughs> uh, but look, it's been out in the U.S. for six days and it's already made about $600 million uh, dollars worldwide. It's going to get close, like 900s maybe. Like this is going to be... Huge, and uh, China's eating this up, and they definitely were smart with this glo this global grab. It worked. It worked for them. Cast and crew uh, directed by James Wan, director of uh, The Conjurings, The Saws, uh, Furious 7, Fast and Furious 7. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle. He did an Annabelle spinoff. What else did they do? Insidious, horror movies, uh, and, all, and uh, produced all the Saw movies. Hold on. Let me see. I have watched all the Conjurings, though. You have. Mm -hmm. You like the Conjurings, except for Annabelle. Oh, I'm not. I'm not into the horror that much. I've seen the uh, Conjurings. Pretty good. I heard two is very good. Mm -hmm. Everyone I mean, says like, for horror movies that are really predictable. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is written by David Leslie Johnson, McGoldrick, and Will Beale, starring, of course, Jason Momoa as the titular Arthur Curry. And boy, yeah, you see his tits a lot. Oh, you see a lot of titular <laughs> things about Momoa. Amber Heard is yeah. Mira. William, you don't see her tits. No, you uh -oh. don't. William Defoe is Volko. Do we see his tits? I don't remember. I don't. Willem. Think. No, you don't. Oh, oh, it's Willem. Willem. Sorry, grammar Nazi. Yeah. I forgot. She's smarty. <laughs> Willem. I always called him William. It is William. Patrick Wilson as King Orm. Nicole Kidman as Queen Atlanta. Dolph Lundgren as uh, He Man. I mean King Neris. Underwater, He Man Underwater, Yaya Abdul Mateen II as Manta, Black Manta, Tamara Morrison as Tom Curry, uh, and uh, Randall Park from Fresh Off the Boat 
as Dr. Stephen Shin, and you have some fun cameos from uh, Julie Andrews, who is the right. the voice of that the giant kraken creature at the end, the giant creature you had to fight. Oh. That was Mary Poppins. They should have put a song in there. I know. She should have sang something. And then uh, Jimon Hunsu uh, is the voice of the fish person. Jimon Hunsu, by the way, record. Really? Yes. He was the one, the voice of the main. Jimon Hunsu is in three superhero Wait, which movies. which fish person? He was, he was free. the fish kingdom. When they go to the kingdom where they're like, they're the long blue, like oh, uh, yeah. seahorse looking people. Yeah. He was the voice of the king. So he is in Aquaman. He is in Captain Marvel, and he's going to be in, uh, oh, Shazam as the wizard. Jimon Huntsu, three superhero movies this year. Uh, in, 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 he dies in, year. in three superhero movies. He dies over and over again. All right, so <laughs> let's start with how we usually start opening thoughts. Sophia, since you're new, I, we're not going to let you go first. Usually I let the guests go first. Anthony. Since you're new, I'm not going to let you go first. Well, she what? doesn't listen to the show. Should we have uh, her go first? Should we just no. throw her in the fire? Why not? Why not? Okay. Ladies first. Ladies first, first, uh, just give us your overall opening thoughts. Like you walked out of this movie, what was going through your head? Oh, hair. Sorry. Baseline question. A, have you watched any of the DC superhero movies? What did you know about Aquaman going into this? And then what did you think of the movie? I watched Wonder Woman. Okay, that's one. Which I quite enjoyed. That's, I think, the only other one I've seen. Uh, And what did I know about Aquaman? Yeah. Not much beyond the trailers. Okay. You ever heard of Aquaman? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, I'd heard of Aquaman. I grew up with you. Of course, I heard about Aquaman. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's not as cool as Spider-Man, but you know. Yeah, so one thing I always wonder, same thing with Wonder Woman, and I'm too lazy to like go back and do the research, is how closely do they stick to the origin stories that were in the comics? Mm-hmm. So I wondered that asking, a little bit. Asking? Yeah. Am I not supposed to uh, ask right now? <laughs> no, you can ask. I, I would say... DC somewhat. somewhat DC has a really the DC reinvents their origins like every 10 minutes so okay. you somewhat is the would be the question the problem with the, com- the comic book universe is they keep uh restarting it and rebooting it and retconning it but this movie follows closely to this 2011 uh rebirth the, story the, the basic concept though is is the a man of two worlds so right. yeah yeah so yeah so what did you think uh was the were your first thoughts coming out of the theater did you enjoy I like, it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. It kept my attention. It was entertaining. The effect, the sort of special effects were amazing. There were a lot of like walls breaking um, <laughs> during conversations, uh, but that was cool. I wondered how they, they filmed all that stuff underwater. That was pretty neat. <laughs> Um, is everything better down where it's like, I like that she goes, that was pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. <laughs> neat. <laughs> neat. No, technology. I like, when, I like when someone uses neat. Neato. To describe things. <laughs> it was rad. It was rad. Told you. I'm so old. it didn't blow you away. You're just like fun it movie. It did blow Oh, me it did away. blow yeah, you away. I liked it. Right, that's what we're trying to get at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Blew me away. There you go. Well, so you have away. you, now, do you go to see these types of movies? Uh, not comic book movies, but movies with big effects and stuff like, like Avatar and stuff like that? Yes. Yes. So you feel like it's it's on par with something like that? Uh, yeah, I think this okay. was on par with Avatar. It was pretty. It was pretty uh, visually. You remind me a lot of Avatar. You were engrossed. I was engrossed. I was captivated. Because okay. Momoa is wet. That's the only reason why. I've been. Uh, well, that Momoa. <laughs> Momoa was a big draw. Also, one time, one time in my life, I went scuba diving, and it reminded me of like the amazing sort of underwater things. Oh, I saw. okay. Yes. So it's okay. slightly realistic. I saw. I found Nemo. 
Yes. <laughs> you got to find Nemo. So uh, now, generally, do you feel that you are a movie connoisseur or, or do you just like, you're not you're very passive about uh, movies or do you actively watch certain movies or I'm whatever? I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. I'm somewhere in the middle of that. I watch movies, but not as actively as you guys, I guess. Oh, we study okay. the shit. I watch a lot of, I, my genre is horror movies. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I I've already learned fucking movies. something. I did not think you were into horror movies because I'm like, I just don't care. Oh, I love it. I'll pay, I'll pay the full ticket price to watch like even shitty ones in the wow. theater. Oh, really? That's your genre, yeah. huh? Hmm. What's your favorite horror movie? The Ring, when I saw it, was pretty oh, frightening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's a- good. And and the Japanese original of yes. that. Ringu. Ringu. Those movies are fucking weird. It was pretty scary. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I already look at this. I'm learning. All right. So I'm we got kind of things. like a baseline of what ah. your sister is into. Yeah. yeah. Why she went to the movie. She went to see Jason Momoa's boobs. Yep. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and, and, but, uh, and also, I mean, I thought it was, I enjoyed the whole thing. The story okay. was good. The buzz was there before. The buzz was like, there. It was okay. a full theater. Yeah, there you go. It the was a packed was there. theater. Uh, Anthony, let's mm. go to you next. What are your opening thoughts on the movie? Well, since we have a guest, I don't want to <laughs> rain on her parade too much. No, you, but that's why we're here. <laughs> My first thought is this This movie is fucking batshit bonkers crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 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 we can get into it, but if you narrate the whole plot orally yeah. or just write it down. Yeah. You're like, holy fuck. <laughs> they put like everything in this movie. Like later on, we should definitely narrate the, yeah, the, the all middle shit scene. Happened. The, yeah. the, the, the adventure he had to go on just to get the fucking trident. Yeah. Um, did you hit the spoiler button, by the way? I did. You don't, you don't pay attention because I, I don't did pay play attention. The spoiler. No. Was, yeah. All right. Well, maybe ne- <laughs> now you did. He's looking at his phone. He's texting some girl. I'm pretty I sure. was looking at something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this movie is batshit crazy. I mean, uh, I, I applaud them for going like all out. Because this is about as all out as you can get making an Aquaman movie. I liked the I liked the ambition. I liked um, what I saw on screen as far as just like camera work and throwing things that are very comic booky and just being like, "Fuck it, we're gonna throw it on there." I, I appreciated all that. The movie's kind of kind of too long. <laughs> There's kind of too much in it, uh, in my opinion. I don't like. I think Jason Momoa is is pretty. Uh, it does not have a ton of range as an actor, and it kind of shows here. I thought Amber Heard was terrible. <laughs> I thought she, I thought she was boring as fuck. Um, overall, I thought it, I thought they overstuffed it, and it was a little bit too long and a little bit too melodramatic for my tastes. Mm-hmm. The movie needed to like cut out a few things, maybe cut out a few side adventures, and just kind of like relax a little bit. So my overall thoughts were it, it was I appreciate the ambition, but I, I wasn't I wasn't impressed with the final outcome. Interesting. Aren't these movies meant to be over dramatic, though? I went with melodramatic. Melodramatic. Uh, it's, it was the movie was borderline cheesy and not in like the there's cheesy in a way where it's like we acknowledge that this shit is kind of ridiculous. Like, for instance, in uh, Age of Ultron, Hawkeye goes. I got there's cities flying, there's robots, and I got a bow and arrow. Like none of this fucking makes sense. But Aquaman is like, I'll just go right in. Like the the one scene, the one of the scenes right when uh, they're in the last battle, and Aquaman and uh, Mira decide to make out <laughs> while yep. everything's fucking exploding. And I'm like, come on, <laughs> really? Like, no? Come on, come on. <laughs> we had what is that this? thought as well. So 
that's just one example. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get too in depth. I in rolled my, my eyes thoughts. so hard, I like passed out for a second when they did that. I was like, "You got to do this now." All right, uh, rugs. Uh, yeah, Sophia rugs traditionally hates everything, so maybe he yeah. likes this one. We'll find out if it goes. If it's you a never slur. Know. you never know. Rugs opening uh, thoughts. What'd you think? Let's see. Uh, let me just set the stage here. Yeah. Uh, got no skin in the game for Aquaman. Don't give a shit about the Aquaman. Don't give a shit about the character. Right? Doesn't Alrighty. really mean anything to me personally. Uh, I'm not a DC guy. Uh, I like Batman and shit like that, Justice League stuff like that. But like, Aquaman was never like a guy that I was like, oh, I gotta see an Aquaman movie. <laughs> um, they uh, changed, you know, they changed the look of Aquaman. Obviously, made him into a much more like cool dude. Yeah, tattoos and stuff. Yeah, and uh, this movie was, let's see, it was a lot of fun to watch, mm. but. It, you can't, you have to completely unplug your brain yes. and be willing to understand that you're seeing a bunch of whack shit happening on the screen at all times. I had a good time watching it, but I, there was like, you know, I was like, okay, this is fucking crazy. It's like almost like a Fast and the Furious movie. Yes. Like where you're like watching, you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yes. This is fucking beyond ridiculous. And, uh, and it got repetitive also to a point right, where we see, Similar things happening over and over and over again. And uh, another thing is that a lot of the stuff was not explained. And they were so busy, like, kind of, like, stuffing it and filling the screen with stuff happening mm -hmm. that anything that was actually interesting, they just gloss over everything. Yeah. So, like, they try and do this world building and tell you about the Atlanteans and all these other fucks that I don't even know what they are. The brine and the fucking the trench. The fishermen yeah. and the fucking the trench. And the fucking the desert people. And you don't really know how any of this shit works, um, which is fine if they're going to build on it in future movies. But I felt like they needed a little bit more of a solid base yeah. to kind of build from from there. And um, the the romance didn't work. I mean, they had that one scene in Sicily where, like, they were flirting with each other yeah, a little bit. Yeah, was, and, yeah. But that's not like I, I and, and another thing is that there wasn't one wasn't consistent with um what happened before. So if you watch Justice League, Mera clearly knows Arthur and Arthur clearly knows Mera. That's what I thought. And then all of a sudden they fucking, they flip it all He's over like, the place. Uh, who are you again? I was like, you mad yeah. him? You met her so, in the last movie. So it was kind of like clunky in that yeah. way. So I can't really say that it was a great film. I could say I had fun while watching it. Yeah. And they really went for it visually. They yeah. really went for it. I, I I admire James Wan for, like, I mean, look, the fact that they're doing this shit to try and make it look like it's underwater, yeah. and for the most part, that you have you can have nitpicks about how they did it, but it it worked. It's kinda. pretty successful, yeah. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't like amazingly like nailed it, but like it was like it was good enough to like kind of buy it. All right, and that's what you got to get to, I guess in a certain way with something like that. Cause like, there's no way to fucking film this underwater. There is no yeah. fucking way to do it. So what Wait, they have they to do is really underwater. Was neat. No, they were, no. they were <laughs> shot. They were shot on, they were on basically on like these, uh, robotic arms yep, that were, yep. that, that was suspending them in the air. And they had a rig on and, and imagine they had to pretend that they were swimming. Yeah. And then they animated their hair to look like they were underwater. And added bubbles in the in But stuff. imagine all that work of removing all the rigs in every fucking shot. There is there is literally layers and layers and layers and layers of CGI. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work yeah. to pull it off. Yeah, that's a lot. 
So it was very ambitious, and I got to congratulate that, like, the art direction and the fucking care that went into it. Yeah. They just needed a better, I don't know why they did, I think maybe they were either, this is my theory, is that they were trying to figure out how to do this without resting too much on Jason Momoa. Yeah. And they had all these other characters and side things going on to kind of, like, take the weight off of him. So you can kind of just do what he does best, look good and kick ass. That's a good point. And, yeah, scowl. Uh, look, I echo a lot of you guys' sentiments. I had a lot of fun entertaining. This is a ridiculous, over-the-top, shamelessly silly fucking turn your mind off. Don't think about the physics in Atlantis because none of it. Dr. Adam Morris yeah. is going to have a fucking heart attack watching. Like, what? Are you, that's, you can't do that. None of the physics work. Just in the opening scene where he lifts the fucking sub up, everybody should just, with the pressure, yeah, they, all, they should all yeah. just implode. They would have died from the bends immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't yeah. depressurize them. But even the way they moved underwater. But, vi- again, James Wan's visual underwater world was amazing. It's about like the best uh, Aquaman movie you could make. Like it's kind of mm. what I expected. It could, visually, visually, yes. it could yeah. be better. Now, no, visually, it looks fantastic. No, the visually, best you could be, do. but yeah. plot-wise, the fact that they there is a solid base and it's in the comics. They just put every. It's like they thought they weren't gonna get another movie, and they're yeah. like, let's fucking go balls to the wall. It's kind of like it. it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant. I always make a, a food analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you go to a restaurant. And you know the service is bad, but they give you so much food and and so many options that like you can't possibly eat it all and taste it all. So you don't and know exactly, yeah, yeah. And not every dish is a, a slam dunk. Like some dishes are okay, some of them are good, some of them are not, some are not so good. So it's like it's it's like kind of like a smorgasbord. Of, but they of, all of look things. beautiful. Yes, they all look great when they're wet. They're all, the presentation is amazing. I mean, it's the movie is is slightly <laughs> forgettable, but it's nice. it's fucking crazy bonkers. There's, I mean, this movie has everything. It's got ninja crabs. It's got an octopus playing the drums. It's got fucking Power Rangers extras in suits shooting at people. Uh, what else? It's got a fucking giant kaiju. I, I mean, I think I, I watched it from a different, totally different place. Oh, of you course. Guys, right. Like as a lay, oh, well, as a no, lay person. That's why we have you here. I, oh, you know what? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you watch this like we're watching this. But look, I g- went into this as I did with Wonder Woman, as I did with the, it's the same guy that made The Conjurings, right? Yep. The yep, Conjurings yep. and most horror films, like you have to go into it understanding that you're going to have to suspend reality for a little yeah, while. Like, this why would that just person go in that room? But, like, why would he open that door? Exactly. You know that and, something bad's going to happen. Even yeah. the horror films have loopholes and yeah. story holes oh, yeah. and stuff, yeah, and yeah. You, you leave with a lot of questions. But- the reason I go to watch horror films is just to have that sort of like adrenaline rush to be yeah, scared. And the yeah. reason I go, I went to this was to like see pretty things and <laughs> you definitely get and a enjoy pretty it. Things. Have yes. a good time. I mean, it reminded me of so many different movies like Jewel of the Nile and Avatar and uh, Romancing the Stone and a little Indiana Jones, a little bit of Mummy, a little bit of Thor, a little bit of Black Panther underwater. All the shit was in there. Uh, so before we continue, I do want to tell the listener if you want to join this conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It's exclusive. It's closed. It's just for you. People are joining all the time. I got to welcome the latest members, Lindsay Deschler, Jimmy Shia, and Jerome Omar Miller. Thanks for joining the group. Now, Jimmy Shia, I managed to grab his questions because we have questions when you join the group. Sometimes I see them. Sometimes they get by me. Jimmy, I got your questions. 
question number one. How did you find us? Scrolling through iTunes. Very good. What makes you want to join the nation? He says, you're my second favorite podcast after Kevin Smith. Oh, shit. But I can rely on you to put out content every week, which is great because we are. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Quantity over quality. You just got to show up, people. <laughs> just show up and they love you. Finally, my favorite question. Who's your favorite host? This is always a tough one. Uh, Jimmy says, love all three of you guys, but wow. might have to put Anthony at the bottom of the list. <laughs> Sorry, Jack, still love you. So he was very uh, tactful and didn't say who he's your favorite. He did say. He just, he just, he just mentions to call me out. Just call you out. So I wonder if uh, right, Ruggs, fuck. I'm going to say Ruggs is his favorite. <laughs> I, I don't know. Jimmy, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for asking the questions. Back to Aquaman. I hate you, Jimmy. Yeah, well, y'all. I'm not a host, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but he says loved all three of you guys. All right. Mm, all right. Anyways, we're going to get back to the movie, but I always have to play my favorite Aquaman clip when we talk about Aquaman. But Aquaman, you cannot marry a woman without gills. You're from two different worlds. Oh, I've wasted my life. He's <laughs> got a point. Comic book guy has got a point. Yet, <laughs> Tamora Morrison's Arthur Curry goes ahead and Fuck's a fish lady in the beginning of the movie. Anyways, uh, let's just get into Anthony. I like your idea about narrating all the shit that happens because I, I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to at least narrate the the uh, the side plot where he has to find the trident. Let me just start with the beginning because yeah. here's all the stuff that happens before you even see the words Aquaman oh, yeah. on the screen. Uh, uh, Tom Curry finds uh, Atlanta uh, uh, washed ashore. They fall in love. Fuck, have a baby. Uh, then the wall blows open and there's a fight scene with Power Rangers extras. By the way, every time there's three people talking in this movie, the fucking wall explodes and something. <laughs> they did that four times. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Arthur uh, shows his classmates that he can control fish, at which point I was like, now, well, everyone would know you're Aquaman. Yeah. And then you see the Aquaman title card. So there is a action scene before even the title card. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a whole bunch of stuff. So, Anthony, how what what is the plot of this movie? Because like at the end, I it's, was like, what did I just watch? <laughs> the plot is one of the more uh, simplistic yet overly complicated things it, I've seen. Overcomplicated and predictable. I mean, the the basic gist is a, a man of two worlds. He needs to get uh, the trident because that or this magical item that will make him the king of uh, the rightful heir to the throne of of what's it, Atlantis? Atlantis, which he doesn't yeah. want. Which he doesn't want. So that I mean, that's the basic gist, and and there's a brother and all the shit. But the fucking plot. Well, so once it, I mean, there's there's a bunch of story leading up to the point where it's like, okay, Aquaman has to now go get this trident, like this magical trident that only one king has ever wielded, and now has put it in hiding. Um, and mind you, there's been a lot of shit that's already happened up to this point. So yeah. At this point, <laughs> it's like halfway it's usually, in the movie, usually the story is like one, maybe two adventures. Yeah. So he he leaves this battle with his brother or he gets saved by Mira goes off with his, with Mira into hiding. They discover that the trident is in the Sahara. So then they go to the Sahara desert. (laughs) Yes. They fall into this fucking pit. They realize that they have to put this machine on this thing and put some water on it. He wants to pee on it. (laughs) Ha ha ha. That's funny. (laughs) then okay, so that's not the but. But then the hologram happens. is like you then gotta, a hologram you happens. So go then it's Sicily. like now we're going to Sicily. Okay, <laughs> so now the adventure continues to Sicily. They go to Sicily. They get in this like wild chase. They find out that the the thing they got or whatever is like a map, a bottle. And up to this point too, mind you, 
Aquaman, Jason Momoa, has been played up as being like this bro-y, tough biker guy. All of a sudden, for some reason, for this particular scene, he becomes smart. And is like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He knows you, everything about He knows moments. everything about the Atlantis like, all of a sudden. Bottle. He's like, look, give me that thing. It's, uh, oh, it's, it's, not this, it's not this king. It's not this king. How do you it's know this, this king. Yeah. So then he takes it, fucking looks through. He realizes, okay, they got to go out in the fucking ocean. <laughs> they get chased by black mana. Lots of shit happens. While the, all the... All, not even getting to the ocean. Now they get to the fucking ocean. They're out on the fucking ocean. Then they got to get past the trench. Well, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> and now these the fucking trench monsters come out, and now they got to get past these motherfuckers. Well, they're still not there yet. Oh, yeah, they're not. No, we're not even close. <laughs> then we uh, we get past the trench, and we find out, matter-of-factly, that the middle of the earth some, somehow is sunlight. Yeah, yeah. and dinosaurs, and, and, and there's di- and, green and trees. Di- yeah, trees. The best part is <laughs> there's fucking dinosaurs walking around. <laughs> From my knowledge in this movie, this is the first time Jason Momoa or Amber Heard's Amira, Mira's character have ever gotten to the middle of the earth and seen dinosaurs. And they, well, yeah. they have and, those dinosaurs that they're riding on. They're like yeah, they're like those platypus like looking. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, well, definitely Aquaman's never seen some fucking dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah, there's just dinosaurs walking around. No one acknowledges this whatsoever. That's not even explained why there's dinosaurs walking around. They get to this middle earth. They have to go through a waterfall. (laughs) I'm still going here. They're going through a waterfall to go we somewhere else? Yeah, to yeah go they got to go through a waterfall to, to go to another place. We still haven't got to the Trident. Is there they, a lion and a witch and a wardrobe <laughs> Probably. There's a no? They go to the waterfall, but then they realize that uh, Atlanta's been down there this whole time, so she's been in the hiding, uh, so she's not dead. They go through this waterfall, and they're like, there's this fucking monster. No one's ever gotten past this monster. And he's got to fight Mary Poppins. So then he's got to fight this fucking monster. <laughs> then he fights this fucking monster, and then finally he gets the fucking trident because the monster realizes that he's fucking worthy and he gets a trident and now he is finally wearing gold and green. He's so <laughs> we we have overcomplicated this process to now by four the way, different tests yes, that he had to get through. A big battle mind scene. You, mind you, there's been battle scenes pro- before, a huge climactic battle scene after. We've had flashback scenes throughout the movie we've had uh the story of two worlds we also have the story of his brother we also have the story of the betrayal (laughs) within his kingdom we also have the story of the or the matter of fact that atlantis was originally seven kingdoms that were (laughs) above ground and now have gone below the water and each kingdom has its own little culture that we're meeting along the way yeah and they're they're like they're kind of explaining but not really they're like oh these people look like fish oh wait these These people people look look like like the trench oh wait there's a crab army that we're now we have a climactic <laughs> battle between this fucking army of crabs that we've never seen before oh, and Orm's army. So it's holy shit. What the fuck is going on? That's what I'm talking about when this movie's batshit crazy. That's the most passionate Anthony's been on the show in weeks. That was amazing. It's not like Emron. That was amazing. Uh, uh, it, this, I love talking about this movie because it is fucking insane. It makes yeah, it's an I insane learned film. so much. <laughs> so, it makes no sense. It makes no sense, but it it's also no like sense. you kind of have to like admire the well, like the of, yeah, let mission. me let me put the brakes on this a little bit. <laughs> All right, um, what Anthony said is actually very relevant, but the thing is, is like all of this stuff isn't wrong. Yeah, it's just that it's underexplained, and it, they just didn't spend any time building it. Cr- Correct. Just right. one thing after and that's another. Why it yeah. just seems so random when it doesn't have to. They could have cut all the Black Manta stuff out, saved it for another totally, movie. The totally movie would have had Manta room to breathe a little bit. They could have saved him for the next film. Yeah, they did. I, I agree with you, Rugs, in that I think, and it's you didn't, you brought it up on the show. I didn't think of this until you brought it up. I think they didn't trust Momoa, and they were like, 
We need to do as much as we can to hide the fact that this guy doesn't have a ton he of range. He never as an actor. has a scene by himself. He's only good when there's somebody there to work off of. I don't think that that's true. That I don't think that it's true that Momoa can't carry a film. The thing about Momoa is not that he can't act. It's just that he looks malevolent. All right, mm. he looks like he should be the bad guy, not the good guy. Ah. He's not mm. the heroic figure. I mean, even though he's he's Diesel, but he's a badass. Yeah, he's like mm-hmm. he's like the anti-hero. He's like the he's not like. In fact, if you look at Ocean Master, the guy who plays Ocean, he looks like Aqua, the real Aquaman. Yes, right. but he's blonde. Blunt, he's like yeah. chiseled. He should be. That would be if he threw him in the orange costume. He would be the heroic, happy, like you know friendly Aquaman yeah. that everybody yep. knows. So uh, I think that if you spend too much time with Jason Momoa and in the way that they chose to portray him, like they could have told him, Hey, clean shave, you know, yeah. do a little cut your uh, hair, cut your hair. A little no, but bit, you can't, you know? he plays everything the same. So I think one thing that worked for me is that they don't want him to, they don't want to, they don't want to change his, his look. So they made Aquaman that's, that's working. Momoa. So they played well, up to what yeah. Momoa is good at in this dirtbag yes. biker drunk yes. Aquaman so, instead of making him like traditional Aquaman. Right. But so, I think they succeeded in making Aquaman a badass now and not a joke. Because, like, yeah, he's riding a fucking seahorse, but he's riding a fucking badass. Yeah, he's doing these ridiculous things. Badass seahorse. But he's doing it badass. And, like, even when he comes out in his gold and yellow, you're like, that's fucking badass. I think they succeeded in, in taking the joke out of it this is, character. It is a... It is quite kind of like a, I don't know. It's like the opposite of what you expect. It's subverting your expectation of Again, what Aquaman is supposed like to Spider-Man be. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse subverting expectations. Right. And both movies have like uh, diversity leads, which is also, that's great for two movies in a row. <laughs> I don't know. That's a stretch, but yeah, okay. I mean, he's um, a or Samoan or something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, he is. But like the thing is, it's like. You can't just hang that on that. <laughs> Whatever they may, that may be. Just saying buzzwords. Is, that doesn't uh, make the acting any better. That doesn't, no, doesn't. make uh, the it's portrayal no any better. Yeah. I, I, but look, I'll tell you this. Um, that whole part where Aquaman boards the, um, the sub yeah. and he kicks everybody's ass. Yeah. That was great. That was badass. That was really fun to watch. <laughs> it was like. You know, he looks at the camera and like basically like winks at the camera. Like, hey, that's funny. Yeah. You know, he's like, "Hey guys, I'm about to kick some ass. Come watch." I'm pretty sure they did at least two parts where they slow motion, uh, where they had him look at the camera and the guitar riff. And like, the dude, the guitar riff would start and then it would stop and it cut away and it go back to him yeah. and it'd be like. Uh, let, me, think- let me reiterate then, if uh, if Rugboy doesn't agree, I think that Momoa can't act all that well, and I think they overstuffed it. I think he has charisma, but I think he has physical charisma. But he he needs—I don't think he can act like the parts where he's like, "I don't think I'm—I don't think I'm worthy of doing doing this." I'm like, "Bro, shut the fuck up!" It just—it doesn't work. It falls flat. You don't buy it. Uh, But that's why he's always there's somebody else with him. When you put Willem Dafoe and Patrick Wilson. Uh, you know, he's going to look better. I, honestly, I thought Amber Heard was, was pretty terrible. She too. was a little, it was a weird delivery. I think what made the movie terrible more than it should have is the music. I think that the music score being there and like all of a sudden changing tone for when it's supposed to be a romantic part. Yeah. Or Ooh, it, yeah. It was so audible that they were trying to manipulate your emotions and you're like, dude, this is like TV level music going like music cues happening. Like I'm, I feel like I'm watching Dawson's Creek. <laughs> 
You didn't appreciate uh, Pitbull's remake? Of oh, God. no. <laughs> Why does Pitbull exist? So Holy shit, he covers Toto's Just Africa. Just play the regular version. Yes. Oh, yeah. Why Pit, fucking Pitbull? And they, How about the... The musical, uh, the music they played when Black Manta's making his uh, oh, armor. Oh, the montage scene. That? Yes. The montage That's the Pesh mode. Yes. That's the Pesh mode, yeah. Oh, they put, I that was, was like, Pesh what mode. is that? Suddenly it's montage and he's spray painting it black and he's like, I'm going to need a bigger helmet. The fucking. Well, that, was, that, was, that was like jarring. There was the, part, like, I, yeah. I'm trying to think of things that work, but I keep thinking of things that don't work. Like the fucking dialogue was so bad and cheesy and I'll tell you what works. Jason Momoa kicking people's ass. Yes. Fine. Yes. Uh, what else? Uh, the, the action scenes. I think scenes? some of the the flashbacks were okay. Yeah, no, they weren't bad. The training, All right? Scenes. Um, uh, you know, of him and whatever. I think Willem that the the, the CG was great. I like James Wan's spinning fight scene choreography stuff, uh, but they overused it. They did I it a few times. It. Yes, they did it um, numerous times. They overused like uh, the fact that there's like all of these. They they used like the whole like uh, the horsemen like you know, cavalry thing yeah, where they're running into each in, other, yeah. like. That becomes nothing to after a while. Like you need to actually single out some people and see them fucking face off a little bit. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you watch like Braveheart yeah. or you watch any of these movies that have like these gigantic battle scenes, or like Game these, of Thrones, you can follow. Yeah. They, they, they kind of pick out a few people and you can see, and then they pull back and you see all I the did shit think you could follow, you can follow his action pretty well. I, I thought the, um, the stuff in Sicily was very well shot. The whole Sicily yeah, scene that was, was great. great. That, the long track. It shots. did remind me of GI Joe. Oh, it did. Yeah. It looked like GI Joe. Yeah. That's it, not I, a good movie. That's another thing that, <laughs> that this movie was like, people like, what do you, what do you compare this to? I'm like, Remember G.I. Joe, the fucking movie where it was like, it's, it's legit, like trying to be a toy, yeah. like a TV cartoon. Yeah. And it was just like unapologetic about it. Yeah. This is the same thing. It was yeah, just as cheesy. Like G.I. Joe. The yeah. first one, right? Yeah. yeah not, I mean, when they're movie. in their accelerator suits, it reminded me of the, yeah. the Aquaman suits or the under those, whatever the fuck those suits were that kept people alive on the on, yeah. on land. Sophia, what else works for you? Anything else you can? We're what just, worked or what didn't? I'm, no. I'm now I'm now thinking of things. Oh, didn't what work. didn't work for oh, you? We, we don't want to make you. <laughs> we're gonna make a hate negative this movie. On this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wondered. Remember, I asked you. Yeah, like, you had a good um, question. Why? So the whole movie, like when they're flashing back and showing how he learned, uh, like how to swim and all this stuff. Yeah, you get this. You get it's a very clear message. He's special. He swims very fast. Right. But why do they need vehicles then? Yeah, that was very interesting. I'm like, they swim so fast. What, I was, why do they I was need thinking a vehicle? That during, they get tired. During the movie. I, that was the only thing I could come but up with. But they're superheroes. But then why not ride a they fucking dolphin? You got fucking animals. And by the way, what 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 is Aquaman's actual superpower? That's like, another he thing. He breathes underwater, but then and he can't get he like obviously he doesn't get stabbed only or Atlantis shot. Yeah, he's super him. strong. Uh, he's basically like Superman underwater. He can talk. Okay. I thought they all would have the same power. So only he could talk to fish. Is that what the deal is? Yeah, Mira has a, a different power than everybody else. Yeah. She pulls power. the water out of stuff. And they never explained that either. Yeah, that she's it, special. Apparently if you're royal, you can go on land without. Oh yeah. Suits. They, she said the high, the hot, what, high born. The high born. And that's just in a, that's in a throwaway line. Yeah. Because yeah. she could breathe too. Air and water. She could breathe yeah. air yeah. and water. Yeah. The high board, but uh, the boat thing was fucking weird. I was like, wait, these because the there's points can where the brother breathe on land. Yes, he yeah. can. Yes, he's high because there's points where they like sonic boom through the water. Yeah, you yeah. can swim suit and so, it looked cool. It looked great. It was like right, Man so, of Steel flying. But why do you need these ships? And also in the ships, there it was full of water. 
like the the there wasn't like an air pocket in the mm-hmm. thing. Did you know, like but there the was hair like was still a floating. protective. But why? Visor or it's all water. Why yeah. do you need the protective shield when it's full of water? Well, well, in the sky you need be uh, protected from the air, right? I guess. Yeah, I was thinking there might be. I mean, that one didn't bother me as much, but yeah, there might be like you know they can go a, a lot faster. Like I can run, yeah, but I can't go as run as fast as I can go be in a car. Well, I'll take a car to the or next state over. I guess. Okay. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't get tired. I mean, it was a cool avatar looking. I did really love Atlantis and the way they realized that it was fucking the luminescent but this is plants. The thing I don't get. Cool okay, looking. this is the, the I, and I don't even know why I'm thinking about this, but they were like making such a big deal about going. Those motherfuckers on land, they fucking have their sewage system going into the, right. the ocean. Oh, I'm like, well, where does your shit go? Where does it go? <laughs> they just, where does your shit go? Where does all your garbage go? Do you make garbage? Like, what the fuck? Well, the, no, it's the, kind uh, of like a Wakanda place, right? It's advanced technology. No, but at least in Black Panther, they explain it's vibranium. Like, where is all their tech coming yeah. from? What is all this? What? What? what no, no it comes from the, um, the the Trident. The Trident powered all Everything? this. Everything? Yeah. Okay, fine. But then, um, what was, well, again, this another point of this That's movie being, being oh, <laughs> it's great, right? It's minty. Um, <laughs> the, the point of this being so overstuffed, too, is like that line right there, like, that could be a legitimate just story for the for the movie. Yeah, is the 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 you know the the abuse humans put on the water yes. and all that stuff. That could be a theme running throughout. But it's like a few throwaway lines, but then it's like not even really picked up because they never even this fight is, the surface well, it was, world. It was also the basis of their whole threat of right. of making this war against the surface world. Which I'm yeah. behind King Orm. He's kind of like Killmonger. I mean, he's got a point. He's got a point. He's yeah. got a point. He's just going about it the fucking wrong way as they do. And if these people are so strong, like they should have destroyed man like a million years also, ago. Also, why didn't he just fucking kill Arthur when he was a kid if he was so worried well, that he, he was going to... Uh, well, he didn't know. No, Atlanta yeah, went back, remember? And then she, they knew he was alive. No, just go kill him. He, and yeah. there wouldn't be a movie. I don't know if they knew that where, who, like, who she fucked, though. Yeah, probably not. Because Atlanta <laughs> killed all those people. Uh, yeah. What, so but, uh, why did some of the Atlanteans evolve into like horrific fish creatures and some of them just stayed human? They said there's a throwaway line. Some regressed. Yeah. Why is it? They went water. back. Okay. They went back into like fish mode. Like, I liked that. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked it that there's different kinds of Atlanteans. It's just we don't ever have any time to breathe with any of them. <laughs> no. So like we see them yeah. and then they're gone. And, and we see this the next, next one. Like, yeah. we, we need the movie needed to be. Like streamlined a little bit, but then also like let us breathe with these. Man- what characters. would you want to see? Like if you were to pare it down, what would be the the crux of the movie? I mean, I would have kept the same crux of like the brother, and the I would have I would have given the brother the motivation of like I would have fully realized that he is pissed off at the surface world for um, the things that have happened. You know that have, they've done to the water and done to their home unknowingly. I would have ramp that up a lot i would have taken back like the jealousy angle i would have like made that like a, a, a secondary motivation because that's the first motivation for him is that the jealousy really is but it should be more like you're one of them right yeah yeah and i would have totally taken out black manta's plot i wouldn't even have like had him unite this i would have already had a lot of the kingdoms united so he's not going on this path of like taking over each kingdom and seeing it on screen, like I would have taken some of that had out to too. Go through so much, I love even yeah. The other, even Warm's character had to go through a lot just to get to the last battle. I like which, the Ocean again, Master's costume. The last battle is like between a group of pe- one group one person one group of people involved in the battle. We haven't even met. Right, they, we beat them yeah. in the last battle. Yeah, 
And then and he's, it's like the coolest looking ones. It's the people that look like fucking people. crabs. Yeah, it's the crab people. <laughs> and then he comes in and uh, like saves I thought the last them. battle was gonna be like, you know, from the trailers and stuff. I thought it was gonna be like Aquaman's army versus Orm's army. I didn't know it was gonna be Orm's like, army. They could have they could have elegantly done this in like a a meeting where they're all present and they're talking about, yo, we're not gonna fucking do, team up with you. You're an asshole. Like, right. Well, fuck you. You don't. You know, whatever. And then they could uh, talk amongst themselves and learn. They could, in that conversation, you can learn about them. Right. But they didn't do that. They we, never, just, we never got any chance to learn really about any, yeah, like, any of these people. Yeah. It was all just, it was, it was breakneck. Like the movie is entertaining, but also like really exhausting. It's very exhausting. <laughs> I, by that, the end yeah. of the movie, yeah. I was like well, somewhat bored and exhausted. Why do you think China went for it so much? They lo- I mean, it's fucking crazy. They love this because escapism. it's visual. Because it's visually uh, it's, entertaining. It's visually entertaining. It's escapist. It's just a visual film. It's a. It, I mean, it's definitely an escape. It like yeah. that, this is. If you go into film and, and like not and want to shut off your brain and not think about life, Aquaman's fucking perfect. <laughs> it's a. It's a <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a comic book come to life. Also, like Spider Man yeah, into a- the Spider Verse, but it's just so fucking goofy and nonsensical time they uh and why didn't he care about his mom like another great story would have been him looking for his mom trying to to fix that and get revenge i guess he, he just well, thought, he she, was thought he was dead she was yeah. dead they told him his whole life not yet not yet he kept asking in all the flashbacks he was asking uh and then they told her he was, she was dead I yeah. my mom yeah yet. that's right and, she, and, he's and like, he said yeah. you're not ready yet you're not ready yet and then eventually he told him but also to anybody, was it how predictable was it when she showed up? But I think you knew pretty soon. You're like, oh, that's gonna be the mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I that's didn't know be. she was gonna show up for sure. But you don't cast what's what's that actress's name? Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman just for a cameo part like that. Although then again, Ant Man and the Wasp had Michelle Pfeiffer for she, basically and, a cameo. And she reminded me of Michelle Pfeiffer and Ant Man and the Wasp in this role. Ah, uh, well, let's talk about the CGI a little bit, the, the de aging and the hair. The de aging was a little questionable. Yes, it yeah. was. <laughs> I thought Tamura was Tamura Morrison. Yeah, yeah. I thought he looked creepy as fuck, young. It works sometimes better than other times. Like it wasn't consistently good. Maybe they overused it. I don't know. Have you? Um, did you notice this, Sophia? Have you seen? There's a trend where these uh, older actors and actresses are now j- doing Marvel movies, like Kurt Russell, Michael Douglas, because Marvel has this technology that could make them beautiful again, like they were. In their 20s. Like, uh, in in Captain Marvel, watch the Captain Marvel trailer. Sam Jackson is completely de-aged to look how he looked like 20 years ago. It's amazing. They don't have the... I don't think Warner Brothers has quite the best technology. It's close. It's just not as Did you notice anything? I did not. I was completely And did Nicole Kidman age at the end, or was she young the whole time? I couldn't... No, she was aged. Okay. Her face looked a little floaty. Like, it reminded me of, like... Wasn't as bad as Henry Cavill's Justice League mustache no, flip. That's terrible. <laughs> but it was. I thought Tamara Morrison Young looked okay. Nicole Kidman. I kept staring at her face. I was like, "There's something wrong with her face. What is going?" <laughs> it just looks so glossy. Yeah, it was like so smooth and like porcelain. It just. I don't know. It didn't look real. Uh, do you guys think the pro the pros outweigh the cons of this movie uh, enough to save it? I don't know. I mean, like, I think that. Um, Obviously, China has spoken. Yes. They like they love this movie. Yeah. All right. And maybe some other uh, places where it's going to open some other countries, it's going to be loved just as much because it's a visual uh, feast. Yeah. It is a experience. Someone asked me today, should I go watch this movie? I'm like, if you smoke weed, yeah. go watch it because yeah. you will fucking have a great time. Yeah. 
you will be fucking stoned and seeing shit, and you're going to be like, holy God, what the fuck am I watching? This is crazy. <laughs> um, so I can't just say, I can't tell people not to see it. Because okay. it is something to see. It is. There's something to see. It's a good there. time at the movies. Just like uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Like you, I mean, even though I don't like some of the shit they did with the animation, I think that overall you should see that it. It's a great. definite must-see. Okay? Uh, it's a great animated film, and you should see it on the big screen. It's it, it's worth seeing. So same thing with this. It's like they put so much care and so much work into into the creating this underwater world that it's worth seeing. Uh is it a good movie? That's a completely different question. Sophia, any other? What else didn't work for you or what did work or uh, any other observations from the Momoa? Or are you just too transfixed staring at his? I'm a bit too transfixed. Gl- and those uh, are his real tattoos. But I think I everything, just... I mean, what? Those are yeah, his real those tattoos. Are his real That's tattoos. pretty fucking crazy. Um, all of them? I think they're yeah, all real. I think so. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> they're like I, his I, Hawaiian I, uh, family crest or something. I don't know. I think we should. We, I should Google that. <laughs> Google it. There's some fun Easter eggs in the movie that I did like. Uh, Steppenwolf gets a mention, which is the villain from Justice League. Uh, but again, he? yeah, she said you beat Steppenwolf. You 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 saved oh, Atlantis. Yeah, that's the only acknowledgement that Justice that's League even it. happened. And and I was surprised to learn that they didn't know each other. They didn't even know each other's names. They mentioned the oil rig explosion from Man of Steel when Orm is like all these. All these events happen. They show the oil rig explosion, uh, which is kind of neat. There's a cult. Aquaman's tattoos are fake. What? Not yes. all of them. Uh, not all of them, so, but a lot of them are. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it would be hard to get work in other movies, I suppose, if you had, were just covered. He has a lot of tattoos. He does have a lot of tattoos. Because there's a picture of him with a shirt off. He just has like uh, triangles. Like the triangles on his on his arm, and that's yeah. it. Oh, okay. That, the rest of it's all like which, spray which kind of fits. Uh, Coast City. There's a newspaper clipping in um in the mid credit scene from Coast City, which is the home of Green Lantern. There's an Annabelle doll in one scene in the water near where Mira kept her uh, spaceship in the shipping container. You see this Annabelle doll real quick uh, float by if you're looking for it. The, so the octopus paying drums, which. This movie like doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, are you a cartoon? Are you a rom com? Are you an adventure? It's everything. It's like five different genres. But Topo the Octopus is an actual character from Aquaman comics that debuted in 1965. It is the first named octopus to assist Arthur in his uh, battles. So, and then of course, Black Manta's giant helmet. I love that they explain why it was big. It's disappointing that it was a one dimensional character. And how the fuck do you turn water into plasma uh, energy? I would like to know. How does that technology <laughs> yeah. work? Uh, I don't get it. And then, like, you know, the big uh, Julie Andrews Kraken was kind of like a, a C- Cthulhu, a Lovecraftian monster. And there was an HP Lovecraft book in the beginning under the snow globe. So they were playing hard in that. Uh, basically, what what are Juan's strengths in this movie? Like, the, surpri- the surprise he, he overdoes over and over again. I think his action scenes, this movie is as good as just the, the special effects scenes. I think that the biggest uh, strength in this movie is the just the ambition of trying to do this and trying to like make all this stuff happen. Some of it didn't work, but some of it did. And like I would say, like you know, it was fifty fifty. Yeah. It was like the stuff that worked kind of was really cool, and the stuff that didn't work was kind of really bad. But um, there's a few scenes in there that 
kind of had some gold in it. And then uh, I I feel like that if he had a better script to work with yeah. and better producers that would steer him in the right direction, <laughs> I think it would be better. It would be a better movie. I mean, clearly they let him throw everything against the wall and nobody said no. Yeah, I think they just needed to show some restraint. Like in, in, in like it's and yeah, better a better script. I think the script is wasn't great. Wasn't great, but it is very it's lighthearted. It's you know, it's yeah, flimsy it's like a comic book or a cartoon. So it kind of works. And this universe, DC's movies have had this problem of being too dour and fucking depressing and nobody's <laughs> this smiling. This is not dour. The, no, I didn't mind the tone at no, all. No, the tone uh, but I think the tone was actually right on for Aquaman it's like this way when it, when it kept, it's like the tone was all over the place but like I think that with the, the pocket they were trying to hit was like this kind of like all right things matter yeah but we could still have fun yeah and they were trying to stay in that pocket and sometimes they went awry yeah and it and things like fell flat but like they were they were going for this pocket and I think that that's not a bad place to be they just got to do it better uh, Marvel does it like all the time. They know how to do it. Like I just watched uh, uh, Infinity Wars on Netflix yeah. right now. Yep, yep. So I just rewatched that, yep. and I mean, they stay in that pocket where things are like there's still uh, levity and fun and stuff, but there's also like really uh, there's stakes and there's yeah there's stakes and there's a seriousness to it. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's good. I, th- I think uh, that's a great point. I, is I think Marvel obviously they've they had they've nailed that where they stay in the in their lane of of being. Not cheesy, like yes. acknowledging it's a comic, yes. but not being cheesy. Whereas I think this one, acknowledge obviously is acknowledging a comic, but is got to the point for me where it was like, this is really cornbally. They yeah. went for it, yeah. They went, they went in that whole comic book direction. I mean, if you look at like any of uh, Black Manta's lines, they're, they're so all, bad. They're all so oh cheesy. First of all, he- I'm gonna kill. Uh, what do you want? I want to kill Aquaman. Yeah. His dad's like, you better kill this he's guy. He's like, yeah. What's the last? What do you? Yeah. What do you what, don't save me. Just kill Aquaman. That's what he said. He's like, Dad, no. He's like, you gotta get out of here so you can kill this son of a bitch. And then that one where where first Arthur shows up and Manta's like, I think we hit something. And the father turns and goes, I think something hit us. I was like, Oh, really? Really? How you about, fucking predictable dialogue. Like, how about the another fucking stupid ass cornball scene? <laughs> Uh, was when they board the sub for the first time. They're on the mission. They're pirates. Yeah. They're boarding the sub. It's a pirate movie also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they decide, his dad decides, you know what? This is a great moment to me, for me to talk to my son and have a father-son moment. To give you and this knife. Pass yeah. along this knife. You've earned this. I'll kid. be like, Dad, yeah. you're doing this now. <laughs> they could have done it after they did. Yeah, you could have maybe done it after you completed the mission. Yeah. Not I in just the middle. couldn't wait. I had to We're give you this We're in the middle of knife. a pirate heist. There's yeah. people shooting at us. Can this wait for a second? Just like the kiss in the <laughs> middle I of the like battle. I like when people so. announce their names. Call me Ocean oh, Master. Oh, they did that a lot. Call me Black Manta. <laughs> Although, he sw- you didn't know that uh, you made a comment. You were When he said his name, you're like, what did he say? Like it sounded like Black Panther to me. Like, <laughs> it's like Black Panther? What's happening? And I here? noticed somebody else said they heard just Black Man, and they didn't hear the... Like, yeah. he swallowed that last line. And the fact that he's in a helmet, you can't see his lips. So that line should have just been above the audio mix a little bit. A lot of people didn't get that his name was Black Manta, even when he said it. But yeah, everyone is announcing their names. You have to do that. (laughs) And then all these, uh, I I mean, I kind of like how the movie ends, like Wonder Woman, where it's like that hero shot at the end. Remember Wonder Woman's taken off Mm -hmm. in Paris. And this one, he just freezes into like the perfect comic book cover shot. Now, is there a scene in this movie that is memorable, like the Wonder Woman no man scene where she comes out of the fucking uh, trench 
in World War I is amazing. That is such an instantly iconic, amazing superhero scene. You know why they don't have it? This movie's got none of that. They don't have it because they went for that scene and in every scene they yes, shot. Yes. <laughs> James Wan is like, they every scene was that scene. Every scene they tried to be that scene. Seriously, every like, time someone's talking, the wall fucking explodes. And there's the wall fight. explodes. Jesus. There's a fucking, uh, they're riding a crocodile. Some guy, there's an octopus playing the drums. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there is every detail in every scene is doing something. It was all balls to the wall. And how come some things sink and some things float? Uh, I noticed that a lot. What are you talking about? Like underwater. Like what are the physics of this fucking place? Well, uh, I was the the whole movie. I was thinking about. I was like, whenever they film these land scenes, they just had to like hose down these actors and actresses with water because they always have to come out looking wet. So you're spending the entire <laughs> yeah. filmings <laughs> all wet, like, all the film just being wet. There was various levels of dryness though that weren't consistent. Also, sometimes they were immediately dry, sometimes they weren't wet. Uh, Sophia, what did you think of the red hair wig on Mira? <laughs> too red? Was it necessary? It was a, it was a bit too red, but too red. but I think like it fit the feel of the film. If you're going for this yeah. goofball, like entertaining, well, yeah, visually entertaining, the colors are so bright yeah, yeah. and everything. Was anybody distracted by the CGI hair underwater? Yeah, mm, not really. Not for me. The only reason the I mean, red wig didn't work. There's for so me. many other things to be. <laughs> yeah. The only reason the red wig didn't work is because I saw what she wore in Justice League, yeah. and I was like, "That that's a it good a red." It wasn't that red. Yeah. It was like a no. It was like red. it was like yeah. No, it was like a like a, a natural redhead. Also, in Justice almost. League, she made an air bubble so they could talk, but apparently they could just talk on water. So they hadn't thought of that yeah. when they did what Justice the League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had to make an air bubble, and now they're just like, "Oh, we can oh, just talk." We just talk, which I thought would bother me, but. You can't think about how is the sound traveling? Through? How are they oh, hearing? How are we yeah. hearing these things? How are they able to move so fast? And it's underwater in some of these fight scenes. Man, they're superhuman. They've adapted, I guess. You just can't think about it. You no, can't think, think about it too much. Yeah, like in, Why is there sunlight at the core of the earth? Fight I don't scenes would be pretty slow. In They'd be life. very slow. <laughs> Listen, we are going to rate and rank this movie now. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break so I can play some promos and some fun podcasts. And we'll be right back after this. With the Ask Her Anything About Me. Aham. Aham. After these messages, we'll be right back. If you're looking for a sports hosting show, Gives you the flavor. Tom Brady thrown for over 60,000 yards, the most playoff victories, the most Super Bowls, the most Super Bowl MVPs. He is not the greatest of all time. That brings the energy. Shaq quote, the earth is flat. Close quote. The earth is round. That isn't about this or that. It ain't this or that. Charles Barkley, 1994. You stole two home games in the Western Conference semifinals against the Rockets. Your team blows it in seven. One year later, up three games to one. Two games at home. And you blow that too. Then you've come to the right place. I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guy Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. On Cole Sports. With the Z dot com. Welcome. 
What's up, guys? This is Gerald and my buddy right across from me, as always. Andy. We are two peas on a podcast, and we want to invite you to join us weekly as we discuss. What do we talk about? We talk about a little bit of everything. We I do. mean, we talk about too much. Events, we talk about too politics, much politics, sports. We, we talk, even talk about sports. We're dudes. We yeah, talk we talk about, about too much stuff. In fact, don't join us. It's too much. <laughs> it's too complicated. I think you're confusing uh, them, Gerald. <laughs> we are a weekly podcast discussing current events, pop culture, hot topics. Hot. The topics uh, are hot. Not the retail store, just uh, hot topics. Well, oh, I used to anything, love, that was a great store. If anything happened at Hot Topic, we would discuss that as well. You want to get your black Metallica shirt and some studded earrings? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. But yeah. uh, my name is Gerald and my buddy Andy, and you can catch us on Two Peas on a Podcast. Please go to our website. It's twopeasonapod.com. Check it out. Check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod and subscribe via iTunes or Google Play. We hope to hear you listening. Is that, we can't we can't do that though, can we? No, we can do. It. We can hear them listening. Uh, we we hope to see that you listen via yes. our stats or whatever. We're everywhere. Uh, but check us out. Two peas right. on a podcast, guys. Listener, check out our awesome fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon where you can support the show and you get more show. A bonus podcast feed. Full of uh, lots of content, lots of silliness and nonsense, uh, and our fan club members are enjoying this every week. Now, uh, Sophia, believe it or not, people give us money for doing this. Damn. And on our Patreon page, I had set this goal, and it was, I didn't know we'd hit it. It was just, it was in the beginning when we started. I was like, I didn't think we'd make any money. The goal was, if we get to $300 a month. Uh, we'll do a, a bonus thank you only episode. And I just threw it. I didn't pick the random number, just threw it out there, never thinking we'd have to do this. Well, fellas, guess what? The goal has been met. Oh, nerd. <laughs> we are above $300 a month on the Patreon. Thank you, everyone. So nice. we will nice. do a bonus thank you episode thanking each and every one of our patrons. But And we should, we'll discuss something. That, yes, there's I new I think goals. what we should do is we should discuss for that show. Yeah. We should have a topic yeah. that we wouldn't normally d- discuss okay. on the main show. Okay. Like not a comic booky topic. Whoa, okay. yeah. It could get That's crazy. Politics. Maybe. <laughs> we could. We could. It, we do that from time to time. We do that on the post show from time to time. Just some crazy uh, thermo, hydrothermodynamics. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. How about the, the science of the slinky? We could do that. Now, oh, that's a good one. So here's what happened. People noticed that we were really close to $300 and... Uh, a little pledge drive happened, like, I don't know, or within days. Roberto Rivera, thank you for increasing your pledge from 5 to $10 a month. He gets to, he gets to pick a movie. Nerd. He gets to pick a movie at that level. John Campbell increased $3. Thank you, Detective John Kimball. It's not a Duma. Uh <laughs> John Seifert, then, our patron saint of awesome, matched Campbell and raised another $3. Keith and Denkinger increased from $10 a month to $20 oh, a month. Oh, shit. So now, not only does he get to pick a movie, he gets to come on the show, Keithan. Uh, you have earned it. Jose Ibarra increased from $1 to $10 a month. He gets to pick, he gets to pick a movie, and that put us over the top. I can't believe we hit this goal. I just made up this number. Now... Thank you, everybody. So you made up another number. What is I made up two more numbers. We have two more goals. He helped. I love these goals. First of all, thank you, everyone, who for your continued monthly support. It means a lot. Uh, We get to cover the show. We get to do a lot of stuff, and I hope you're enjoying the bonus content. Here are the new goals. If we reach $450 per month, 
We will record one full bonus Patreon-only episode every month. Geek Boner. In addition to all the other stuff. In addition stuff to, to everything the we live all, reactions. Yes. The post show. Patreon-only show. Patreon-only show once a month. So yeah, Once a month. And the, the movie reviews that we do for Patreon on occasion. Yep. So if you are a, a normal non-subscriber, you are getting four. You know, we put out a show every Sunday. So you're getting four shows a month. Join the Patreon. If we hit 450, everyone gets five shows a month, including the Patreon. The next goal, this one's a beauty, fellas. If we get to $600 a month on the Patreon, I will allow Anthony to give me a full head-to-toe, top-to-bottom asshole to... What's the opposite of the asshole? Uh, asshole to uh, the other part. Uh, makeover. <laughs> A full makeover oh, will film. I'll get someone to like film it and cut a little piece like it's a fucking TLC TV show. And uh, we've already had some people uh, post uh, suggestions on what they should do. Anything from a lot of them, uh, the police <laughs> to uh, Jason Statham. I enjoyed Fiddlesticks Winterbottom taking it very seriously. Fiddlesticks and, had a lot of uh, and giving a lot of advice <laughs> on how to make you over. Yes. And what to do with your hair Let, and all that shit. Uh, it's just, they want to fix you, Imran. <laughs> if you can fix a mess like me, it will take $600 a month, by the way, to get this done. Here's what Fiddlestick says. He says, I was listening to the pre-show, love the makeover idea, but don't shave Imran's head bald. That's like a 21st century toupee. If, <laughs> if Imran has enough hair to work with, uh, shave his sides and back with a number two and leave the top a little longer like this. And he posts a picture of Elder Sting. But I don't think I have enough hair. There's also uh, the Jason Statham look, uh, which is short hair. Oh, where'd that picture go? Anyways, there's a lot of advice. Yeah, you don't, you don't have enough hair for the first I look. But Anthony, you could do whatever you want. You could shave my beard. I, I, my already, know, I already know what barber I'm going to take Holy you to. Holy shit. Uh, Sophia, what do you think? Do you think he can improve this mess? With a full makeover. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll take much to improve. <laughs> Little things. You know, the last... Ouch. I mean, I, I'm looking at him now. I just kind of want him to clean his glasses. <laughs> oh, shit. That's never going to happen. I can see a ton of Fuck that. No, I need new glasses. bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's these are all good points, uh, but <laughs> but six hundred dollars. I a just clean your glasses. No, now. he ain't cleaning his glasses all until right. six hundred dollars. Right. So those are the new goals, patrons. Uh, just check out the. Let me, let me make yeah. the appeal. Yeah, this man is walking around with fingerprints on his glasses. Yes. Let's get to six hundred. Although true. the last few days, I have had Anthony approved outfits. I've done better. I did. I, what is an Anthony approved outfit? It's a good question. It's something that doesn't make him look. So you don't see the fact that he's carrying some extra weight. Let's put it oh, that way. Shit. Uh, he tends to wear, uh, if he wears like his button downs that fit him and he tucks them in, he looks all right. Or if he wears like nice uh, sweaters, pullovers, they look right. But if when he wears the, the t-shirts or the long tees that are a little baggy, oh it's no. It's all a flattering wear. Come on, you have your own tan France right here. Let him do it. Wait, who's that? From Queer Eye. Oh, I have my own Queer Eye. I see. Yeah. Uh, no, Anthony goes to the trunk club. He knows how to dress. The guy oh. goes to like, uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a dude. Uh, Unlike, I don't know. He's a sexy dude. man. He's a modern. Yeah. He's our Jason Momoa. Yes, he, he really is. He's the show's Jason Momoa. 
So, permission to board. Jo- <laughs> yes, absolutely. Permission to make you over. Every Jason Momoa granted. doesn't wear any shirts. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need to. Hey, at CrossFit, I, Anthony. At CrossFit <laughs> I don't wear any shirts. Yeah. Oh, I showed yeah. you. I was showing her photos of you, and a lot of them were shirtless. So I was like, just so you know what he looks like. Wait, why do you have shirtless photos of me? You're on your fucking Facebook, bro. Oh, right, 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 right. You have shirtless photos of you. <laughs> That's uh, true. Why do I? Why don't I have them? <laughs> I will well, download them and email them to everyone. Don't worry. I don't want to deal with the garbage you deal with. <laughs> Jogginer.com slash Patreon. Sign I up. I guarantee you uh, immediately on our Facebook group, there's going to be a shirtless Anthony thread <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> it's occurring uh, even before we put the show out. Okay, yeah. look, let's finish up the Aquaman review by... Let's rate it. Let's give it a number out of 10. All right. And then we'll yeah. rank it. Sophia, you don't have to rank it because you haven't seen the other movies. Yeah. But let's start with you, Sophia. Out of 10, what would you give this movie? Mm, I'll go with seven. Okay. That's a solid number. Interesting. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Anthony. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'll rank it first. Okay. So we're ranking it between Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, yeah. Aquaman. It's tough. Uh, I mean, Wonder Woman for me is number one. Other than that, I mean, after that, it's kind of a toss Then it kind of falls uh, apart. <laughs> I think Aquaman will be number two. Oh, It was either shit. that or Man oh, of Steel shit. for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, number two, but the, the rest is not great. So this is not a strong two. No, they had a low bar to, to, yeah. to start already with these but I appreciate the, uh, the ambition. Uh, yeah. As far as a number, yeah. uh, man, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with a 5.1. Damn. <laughs> Yowzers. The point one. Is that necessary? I, I, wanted to, I wanted to make it distinct that I and I was I was debating between 4.9 and 5.1 because <laughs> 4.9 is like distinctly like this is a below average film and yeah. I wanted to be like. It's a movie. This is not just a movie, but there's the point one is like ambition. I appreciate Slight, the okay, ambition. Okay, you're giving a little brownie so I'll, I'll give it like a little pat. That's like the pat on the back. Like, okay. You, you went for it. Interesting, interesting, Ruck Boy. What's your rank? What's your rate? I would probably put this, Wonder Woman's the best, yes. I guess, uh, as a whole movie because you have uh, something that's great, which is uh, the actress that can carry the film, that you kind of fall in love with this actress, and she's, Kind of like, you know, becomes a star because of it. See, you know, I think she's, she's carrying this movie. She is an amazing presence. She's a better Wonder Woman than Momoa is an Aquaman a little bit. Yeah. So there's that. There's that. So that that's right there. Is And there's that moment where she does the, you know, she's at uh, No Man's Land and it's iconic and there's an iconic scene there and it's not overstuffed. So it's like a very, even though that last act is really weak yeah. and CG yeah. is bad yeah. and there's yeah. some horrible stuff going on, it still, still ranks on top of this movie. Yeah. Um, I would probably put Man of Steel and Aquaman tied for second. Okay, that's interesting. That makes sense. And then uh, everything else falls underneath. That's with uh, Batman versus Superman being the dead last, and then Suicide Squad being uh, the next last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what number? Rating? I'm going to give it a solid six. There you go. All right. Uh, I will also. I was leaning towards a seven. It's a seven. Uh, but man, I, I again, Wonder Woman. The top, and I went back and forth between Man of Steel or Aquaman. Whereas Man of Steel, uh, he's he's trying something different, and there's uh, some kind of discussion you could have of the movie. It's challenging, but yeah. but Aquaman is straight comic book fun. 
Not as dour, so it is kind of tied. Fuck, I don't know. Let's go Aquaman second. They're two completely different They're movies, so different, but they- Even though in their same yeah, genre. But they're the top three out of these six. And then yeah. I would go, what the fuck is the other one? Justice League, then BVS, and I would put Suicide Squad last. All right. Uh, all right, that's uh, that seems pretty good. What's oh, I can't wait for this next segment. <laughs> what's coming up? Real quick, what's coming up for DC movies next year? Shazam! Did you see the preview for that, uh, Sophia? Yeah, Sophia. Oh, you what did. did what did you think yeah, of that? We yeah. saw it. At, uh, oh, they played it before it the movie. Was, is that a movie you're going to yeah. want to see? Uh, it looks entertaining. Yeah, looks uh, humorous. Yeah. yeah, I was actually. And I light. meant to ask you what you thought. I've about seen that. the trailer twice now. Yeah. Okay. But it looks. Fun. I mean, again, another fun, colorful movie. Yeah, it which looks is fun, not colorful, entertaining. Yeah. Probably, again, have to suspend our sort of uh, expectations of reality. And yeah, to what just degree? Go to enjoy movie. it. Yeah. Uh, the next one. Here's an interesting movie they're doing. They're doing this a movie about the Joker. It's an origin story. October fourth, twenty nineteen. I don't know if you've heard about this. No. Joaquin Phoenix hmm. playing the Joker. This movie also has Robert De Niro, Brian Callen, uh, Zazie Beetz, uh, and it's like this. It's his origin story in the seventies of the Joker, a failed stand-up comic, turns into the Joker. Very out of left field. It's like a standalone. You know, uh, what's his name? Was the Joker in this universe? Uh, Jared Leto, the worst Joker fucking ever. So they didn't pick him, but they're going to make a Joker movie for him. So we'll have that. Shazam comes out on my birthday next year, which is fun. And then uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn is the title of this movie <laughs> that comes out <laughs> February 7th, 2020. This is Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad with the Huntress and a couple other female uh, it's stars. Deadpool. It's their Deadpool. And it's going to be R-rated. And then Wonder Woman 1984 is the sequel. Hmm. Comes out. It got pushed back. It was supposed to come out next year. It got pushed back to June 5th, 2020. And those are the only four movies DC actually has release dates for. They have said they're working on like 20 other movies, but none of these movies ever uh, are going to happen. Is that Wonder Woman also going to be like an all-woman cast and crew? Or crew it's or Patty what? Jenkins is back, probably the yeah. same writer. Gal Gadot is back. And guess what? Spoilers. Chris Pine is in this movie. Spoiler alert. Remember what happened to Chris Pine at the end of Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. What happened? And the girl from Saturday Night Live is the bad guy. Oh, Kristen Wiig. Uh, plays Cheetah. Do you remember the end of Wonder Woman? He supposedly died in right. the plane, Chris yeah, Pine. Yeah. And it's like in World War One. Yeah. Well, this movie takes place in 1984 and Chris Pine, Steve Trevor is in the movie. Yes. That face you're making is exactly <laughs> what everyone is like. How the fuck are you going to do this? Time travel. I don't know. Okay. Here's the section everyone's been waiting for. We're going to do this as our news from the nation. Here's your drop. <laughs> It's time for news <laughs> from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> Sophia, what do you think of that drop? It's a bit much. <laughs> that is exactly the reaction I was going for. Is this ever going to end? Is it over? When is this ending? I didn't do the fart this time. No, usually we, we add a live fart to I think the I thing. took a yeah. nap in there. <laughs> that was about as long as Aquaman. <laughs> Here's what I did. In the Jocketer Nation, I posted, I know I'm asking for trouble by throwing this out here, but fuck it. My younger sister will be joining us for the next show. Do you have any questions for her about me? A-H-A-A-M. Ask her. Alhamdulillah. Ask her anything about me. And we have 22 comments. Some people follow the directions. Some people didn't. We're just going to go. We're going to scroll. We're not going to answer all of them. Listener, if you if you don't get your question answered, don't feel bad. We are just, first of all, Fiddlesticks Winterbottom says don't leave her alone with birthday boy Anthony. 
That's okay. They're not in the same room. So nothing to worry about. Oh, thank goodness. Fiddlesticks ask, uh, is she coming on the show to discuss fashion and makeup ideas? It's a very sexist question. What do you think of that question? It is, because um, I actually think I could use tips from Anthony, too. Yeah, you probably could. She's, <laughs> she doesn't, she's not a very girl. I'm not girl. the most fashionable person out there either. Carrie McGinnis from uh, Blazing Caribou Studios says, talk about her storytelling and stand-up. Fiddlesticks asks, oh, does she boy. really do stand-up? Put a pin on that for now. We will come back to that. Lies. We're going to come back. Okay, Joey Austin with the first legit question. At what lengths did Imran try to hide his nerdiness in high school? You know, around girls or other guys. Did he hide his Star Wars action figures when his friends came over, etc.? No, I don't remember him hiding anything. He was, you were like doing comics and stuff, making your own comics. You were into all that stuff. I think you hung out with people, if I remember correctly, who appreciated all that. But there was this phase in high school where he went super nerdy, not in a comic book sense. There was like this whole phase where I think both of us, but I wasn't quite in high school yet, like we're really into Malcolm X yes. and stuff like oh, that. I, I got militant for a and second. And the movie came ah. out at yeah. that point. Yeah. We were both we both like read the read the book. And Imran, <laughs> it's so funny to me thinking back, but Imran got into this whole like, I'm going to be... Black power! Well, it wasn't even black power. It was like, I'm going to respect my heritage and our like Muslim upbringing and all that. And he started wearing like traditional Pakistani clothes to school <laughs> and stuff. That's how I met him. Yeah. he. So Ruggs met me at the tail end of that. I carried into like the first year in college. Interesting. And then I smoked a joint and it was all, that was it. I yeah. was like, what the fuck Which, am I, I mean, I, don't, I just think that's really funny because we, the two of us were like the least Pakistani Pakistanis yeah. you could meet. Yeah. Um, so that we're was- We're like the least terroristy Muslims. <laughs> so that, was like, really. that was like a bit of a nerdy I, Look, I guess I was searching for myself or something. You are. And, we all do that, it. That wasn't it. That's for fuck sure. That was not it. But I feel like people got into it. You got into it and you wore um, were. Doc Martens- <laughs> Uh, I had under a your shawar kameez and a vest. Remember? And there was that one summer or whatever. We we took like a bus to D.C. to go on this like Muslim march yeah, was, thing yeah, in yeah, D.C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember us like buying um, beads. like these chunky beaded necklaces and all this weird. All Dude, this that was horrible. Shit. All I remember is yeah. I sat next to this giant fat lady. Ten hours. Who, she was halfway into my seat and taking up her seat for 10 hours. Yeah, and we side. didn't even stay. Like we we took the bus out there, marched and got on the bus. Uh, I, you know yeah. what? I wanted to give Anthony a rug boy a crack first at asking questions before jumping oh, to yeah, the group. So do, do you guys have any questions? You deserve to, to, to get one in. He's your older brother, right? Correct. So did he ever have to like defend your honor and stand up for you or oh, whatever? that's a good question. Like, did he ever have to, like, tell somebody to shut the fuck up? Did, did he ever, like, assert himself in the older brother way? That's a good question. Or was he always a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think he was mostly always a pussy, but yeah. there is. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't I? recall ever being in a situation where I needed to be defended, but there was one time where he was definitely not a pussy. Um, and it wasn't defending. It was just like a... Like, if you ask me about, like, big brotherly moments, this is the time that comes to mind. When was it went that you got hit by that car? Oh, brown shit. Chivette. What, how old were you? Uh, early, uh, teens, mid-teens? Yeah, like, early mid-teens. I was a few years younger. We were riding bikes. Um, and for some reason, we were going to 
to a supercuts for Imran to get his hair cut. Yeah. And it was the summertime, so it was just like the two of us at home. So I guess I had to go with him on a bike. And we were riding bikes and we got to like an intersection and I was behind Imran and he was like in the intersection already. And I guess he had like looked back to, to check on me. And then this car hit him and he like, and I watched it all because it was in front of me. And so he like rolled onto the hood of the car and then fell onto the ground. (laughs) And I was like, Oh shit. Um, But I think what happened was he, he had like turned his head to look. It it was the driver's fault, but Imran didn't see it because I think he was turning back to sort of like check on me entering the intersection or something. Anyway, the, uh, you know, like this ambulance came and the cops came. I remember like the cops gave me a ride home. I don't know where they took him. He, he was okay. He was like bruised a little. And uh, I remember that my, it was like this dumpy, like brown Chevette. Yeah. These, I couldn't like, get hit people, by a fucking yeah, Mercedes. I remember our dad was like pissed. He was like, you can get hit by like no money. car. I, I think I told him uh, their car. <laughs> but yeah, like I sort of like saw the whole thing happen. That's the, that's. That was your big brother moment? Yeah, I don't have many. That was the big brother moment. When he turned looking for you. That's the most big brother Imran moment ever. He turned back looking to to see where you were. uh, He's a good big brother now. No, I'm saying, I'm (laughs) saying like he turned back to like in like to look like, you know, to check on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and in doing so, he gets hit by a car. (laughs) That's fucking Imran. And I I never looked at her again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now he's like, fuck it, you can cross your own street. Yeah, what are you doing? You're on your own, kid. You've been hit by a car. (laughs) I got hit by a car. Yeah. You got hit by a car. But I was lucky. It wasn't, wasn't they messed up my bike and I scratched my ankle and it was sprained. Now you had like a sprain. That is, you were very lucky. I remember hitting the but he, I watched him. He yeah. like, ro- he like rolled. And then I remember hitting the ground and seeing cars come at me because I was like shit. in the street. And then yeah. I was like, I, oh, I better get up. All right. I got another one. Okay. All right. What did Imran do that really pissed off his parents? Like in the, and either that you had to cover for him or you just like witnessed it and got, well, I was like, holy shit, boss. Are we talking about when we were kids or like last week? Any, at, any, <laughs> at any point in time. <laughs> last week. <laughs> today. Yeah. Earlier, well, earlier today. Take your time to think. I can edit out all the silence. <laughs> <laughs> How personal are we getting here? Uh, you say it, and I'll either leave it in he'll, or I'll cut it, it out. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, say okay. The question is, what did Imran do? When to- is when is he ever? What was it again? <laughs> like, what did he do that really pissed off his parents that you remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. That you remember? Oh, how about, uh, well, I, a few things come to mind. Oh, shit. Um, dropping out of college and not telling them. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, there is a, ooh. All right, I got uh, one. Okay, oh. wait, Anthony's got a question. All right, I had more, but um, we can go back. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we no, can no, get no. back there. Yeah, go for it. What, uh, what was, was, did Imran have any girlfriends or was he always hanging out with dudes as a kid and, and, and to his teenage years? In his teenage years, yeah, I think you had some girlfriends, or you had interest in girls. Did, he, did, did that would have been my fault? Did he have interest in girls? I think he had interest in girls. I did, but I was always afraid of them. Why? But and then I would always <laughs> just be friends with them. Yeah, well, that was just because yeah. you were a nerdy kid. Yeah. All right, that's, mm. a good, that's a good question. I think he had interest in girls, but you know, like we always had, I we never talked about that stuff, and we kind of still don't, yeah, because right. we grew up in this like uh, dating the was like not a thing stays, and stays not with, allowed right. for us, so we yeah. all had to we had to hide everything. So I, I can kind of I have I have Asian, uh, or I have my persuasion. Asian side, I have the Asian persuasion. Um, 
on the Asian side, I do have like relatives that are very strict on the dating. So yeah. I can kind of sympathize with that. Well, and if you're growing up Muslim, like, I mean, like not, we come from dating. this weird place where like they tell, they tell boys like, don't talk to girls, don't talk to girls, don't talk to girls, don't talk to girls. And they're like, now you have to get married. And then when you're 20, they're like, go yeah, find and a they're girl. like, go find a girl. Why didn't not, you find a girl? And you're like, you've I don't been know socially how to stunted your entire life. And, yeah. the, yeah. and the same was true, yep. you know, for me. Gotcha. I don't see how they think that's going to work. Yeah, out it's anyone. it's a terrible. It's uh, a let's terrible go plan. back to the group. Rum- yeah, go to the question. Roberto Rivera's got a great question. How much of your fandom rubbed off on her? Were you a big influence in her liking of comic books? Not really sure <laughs> she even likes comic book stuff, but the question applies either way. Uh, I don't like them to the extent Imran does. Uh, clearly, <laughs> you mean you're not doing your own podcast about them. <laughs> I am not doing my own mm. podcast. You should have. A that podcast. would be cool if I had a rival <laughs> Jack and Nerd podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> what if I called <laughs> it Jack and Nerd Two? <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. other Jack and the other Nerd. Um, also, Jack and Nerd also. Jack uh, and Nerd. But two. I think when we were kids, there was some fandom. I mean, I I kind of like this is gonna sound sappy, but I always thought like he was like the coolest older brother. And Aww. I mean, I only had one, so he had to be the coolest, but, um, <laughs> by yeah. Oh shit. But, uh, You're at least top two older brothers. Right. I mean, older brothers you have, I he got is one. my favorite sister. I have one. Uh, he's in the top, he's in the top he's two, the right? Top two. I'd rank it two. Emre. <laughs> um, but you know, I just thought everything he did was cool. And you know, I had like FOMO before FOMO was a thing. Just wanted to be everywhere he was. So we, I mean, I was there with him at all the comic book conventions, hours in the comic book stores. We went and to, and we went to New York once and toured a couple times and toured the Marvel building. Yeah, like we Spider-Man went to the Marvel. Yeah, that's up cool. and talked to yeah, us. Yeah. We have pictures of all that. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. And like the, all the superhero movies that came out when we were kids, I was there watching. Them Do you appreciate him. Spider-Man more yeah, because of me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I, here's two other things I think rubbed off on you. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Uh, my sense of humor. And your music. Taste, yes. Taste music. That's what I was going to say. Sense of humor and taste in music. And the taste sure. went out because I got into hip hop hard and Hold that on. got you into hip hop. I don't think the humor rubbed off. I think our sense of, of humor developed together. Okay. As yes. We grew yes. Up. Yes. You can't take all the credit. No, no, you're right. Because we, well, yeah. But Imran's like a big personality. Like he's like one of those guys that the minute that I met him, I was like, I got to be this guy's friend for life because yeah. he's Aww. such a unique dude and he's funny. He's really quick and nothing phases him. That's another thing that's great. He's like nothing. Like it could probably bother him deep down inside, but he'll never let you see. I squish it, it all bothers down. him. That's why I grind yeah. my teeth. At yeah. that, that to me, <laughs> to me that, through his that's teeth. like a sign of strength. I really do think that that's very strong. Like uh, that's a strong person. Yeah, for sure. You know? I agree with that. I don't think I have that strength because things bother me <laughs> a lot. Oh, and she'll let I you let them fester and I let people know. Uh, Roberto sure. Rivera has a follow-up question. Also, did you wear socks growing up or was not wearing them something you came to after moving out? Can I can I give the background on this? Yes, please. Please. Because so Imran, one day at work, we work together, um, just goes, socks are bullshit. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, I haven't been wearing socks for weeks now like this is bullshit why are we wearing socks it's a made-up thing that people made up so people can make money it's a conspiracy yeah i was like what the fuck are you talking about you don't wear socks <laughs> like are you, are you i don't see any sandals on are you wearing so- not wearing socks right now he's like no you don't need to why do you need to put clothes on your feet you're already putting shoes on your feet i'm like to keep them warm to keep i'm not I'm not only that i'm like because that's fucking disgusting imran your your shoes have all sorts of bacteria that are now 
going into your fucking feet. He's like, they're bullshit. I don't wear. You don't need to wear socks. And we in this whole. Here's debate. what really happened: It was the summertime. I got hot. I wore sandals. I didn't wear socks one day, and then I was like, this fucking great. I had some canvas shoes. I was like, I'm not wearing socks. But I didn't wear socks the whole summer. Only one guy at work noticed. Nobody noticed. And then I told everyone on the podcast and I got a lot of shit. So uh, socks or no socks during the summer? What's what's your ruling? <laughs> about you or yeah. in general? Uh, My feelings about socks. Yeah, yeah, let's just get your feelings on socks in the summer. <laughs> socks in the summer? Hell no. See? I don't even kid. like shoes in the summer. I'm would, like, would you wear shoes? But I would wear. I would be shoes. barefoot my whole life if I could. But would you rock? So, but he's rocking closed toe shoes with no socks. Uh, in an I office. have done that, uh, not on the regular, but I have done that. All right, we got okay. something in common. All it's, right. it's genetic. It's hereditary. You yeah. fuckers. Um, right. But yeah. but generally, I wear. If I'm wearing shoes, I'll have socks on. But if I had my choice, bullshit? I w- I do think so- I think socks and shoes are bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, this is, well, this is actually true. Barefoot. My whole there, life, if yeah. I could. That is, a, there is actually a lot of yeah. stuff like your feet. Your right. where you shouldn't be wearing socks. Like your or shoes. our feet are yeah or shoes yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. more and more so shoes because our feet actually haven't developed correct because of this aren't developing correctly. They're not they as strong as they yeah. should be. Barefoot right. and, uh, and you, your yeah. your feet are actually designed to actually right. that's why do the, handle a lot more than the right. bottom is so think. tough and it builds up calluses right. and yeah. it becomes kind of like a sole naturally correct there's a lot of people in crossfit that work out Absolutely. barefoot oh yeah, yeah. and uh, weightlift so, uh, the, yeah. the heavy weightlifting yeah, yeah. And, yeah then, and then like and all that I agree with and then there's also this like spiritual element of like you know walking barefoot in the grass and the earth and you know, connecting Feeling with. Feeling that, all that cetera. stuff. Yeah. Uh, is this the too energies. personal? Marcus Savina wants I to know, that. is your sister single? Counter question, are you rich? Ah, <laughs> there you go, Marcus. Touché. Marcus also asked, if she was a pie, what kind of pie would she be and why? I hate these questions. That's a you question can... for me or yeah, for you? No, for you. Oh, no. I'm not that's answering not about that. You. That's not about you. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, what, in her opinion, is the best Disney movie of all time? Uh, that's a fair question. The Best. I mean, w- we were of the Aladdin generation. Yes, that's what I was, we were talking about. Last I episode. mean, there's there's problems with it as a grown sure. woman. Um, I can say there's problems with it, but I think I was pretty smitten with Aladdin. Will Smith as genie. You see the photo? I you saw think? the photo. I saw the little trailer. Uh, apparently, they're going to make him blue. Yeah, he'll be blue in CGI. I think he can. I mean. I think the challenge is living up to Robin Williams' exactly. legacy. You but, can't. He's amazing. Um, Joe St. John wants to know three words to describe you and why. To uh, describe Imran. Imran. Yes, you describe me. Mm. Spongy. <laughs> Spongy. <laughs> Spongy. <laughs> That's a good word. Uh, screechy. Screechy is a good word. Adopted. No, okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> what? Just kidding. No, He's we're not related adopted. and not married. Uh, you want to tell them that story about the Home Depot? Is that what you were? Oh really yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they know about your vitiligo. I, I explained it at the beginning of the show. Oh, were right. you not listening? I also, did nobody listens when I talk. This it's is just great. like we're all over the place yeah. here. Uh, so oh, this is the show. <laughs> Imran was a little brown boy and he grew up and he turned into a white man, which first of all is like every little brown boy's dream. Yeah. Right? Like the best thing to happen in 2018. Especially after 9-11. And become a white man, especially after 9-11. I was not so lucky. I'm still a brown woman. Um, But it's caused us some problems, right? Because now now we don't look alike and uh, he's white, I'm brown. When we go out, people think we're like a couple. (laughs) And I was like, 
Ew, gross. <laughs> That's aw- so awkward. Uh, no, but one time we were at the Home Depot. Yeah. And you were still wearing like Indian. Okay, so like, yeah. Home so we, my mom's house is like right next to this big giant Home Depot in this neighborhood in Chicago that's like a lot of immigrants it's and people from all Chicago over. Chicago suburb, lots of Jewish people. I was like home. It was summertime. I was chilling in like Pakistani, comfy, flowy yeah. clothes. Uh, and my mom was like, I need some light bulbs or something. And so the two of us, I just like threw on some flip flops. I'm like, I'll go with you uh, in the same wearing the same clothes. I'm like, whatever. It's like all immigrants around here. Who cares what I'm wearing? And we go to the Home Depot and, uh, you know, like we're just fucking around looking at shit at Home Depot and we split at playing some tag. <laughs> we were playing tag. Um, <laughs> we split at one point and uh, I went to go find something. Anyway, I turn the corner to find him again. And, you know, the aisles are like massive there. And I see him in the distance of this aisle and he's talking to these two guys. And in my head, I'm the first thing I thought was like, who are those guys? Maybe there's someone he went to high school with that he ran into. I don't know. That's just what I thought. And I'm like walking up, walking up. And as I get closer, I hear one of the guys look at me and say exactly like this. He goes, you're married to her. Oh, shit. <laughs> so and I was like, ew, gross. No, he's my brother. But secondly, fuck you. He could be married to me. Why not? This is but what, also, he's my brother. This is what I think happened. Uh, I, there was three Israeli dudes. They were Israeli. I did not know Hebrew. them. And you know how I am. I'll just fucking mm-hmm. talk to anybody. I just started randomly talking to these Israeli dudes. And I think they thought I was Jewish. Right. And I think <laughs> that they were impressed you. and confused how did you marry like no, a brown person? I don't think they were impressed. You don't think that's what it was? I think they were like, they were what the fuck is wrong with you? Why did you marry her? On the Israeli race and marry yeah, the brownie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> that's another, what I detected in their That voice. also is the epitome of Imran. He will see the positive in anything. And then my brother. And, be, and so, give the benefit of the doubt to the other people. So I heard it and I got annoyed and I walked up and I was like, ew, gross, no. But I'm, then I was like, who the fuck are you? Um, and, I, and I was like, let's just get these light bulbs and go. My brother being my brother, as you're saying, like so happy and joyful and ready to talk to him, like gets into a whole explanation. He's like, well, I used to be brown. We're both Pakistani. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have he, the same parents, but I have this thing called the Lego. He loves talking and, about blah, blah, blah. and I was like, why are you explaining ourselves to, to these guys? We don't know them. It's the only thing I have to live for. Uh, David Polofsky <laughs> Lalo is asked how many of the 20 MCU films has she seen and what has she thought of them? Have you seen any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? You know, your Captain Americas, your Iron Mans, your Avengers, Infinity War, Black Panther. Very few. Black Panther I saw. All right. Did you like it? Did you like it? Next question. We'll skip that question. Yeah, skip that question. Uh, David also wants to know, did she ever catch you webbing yourself? Quote, unquote. Oh, Oh, that's Uh, very personal. Uh, Comment, Sophia? Is that what I think it is? <laughs> Probably. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> no, but he used to leave his porn DVDs in the DVD player. At Did the I? House. No. Yeah. Did he really? I wait, 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 wait. We are not. We're not. Wait, what? No, hold on. I only had VHS tapes. I never had fucking DVDs. Okay, Holy then you left. Shit. Then maybe I'm remembering that you left that your VHS tapes in the in the in the VCR. Did you cover for him? Did like the no, mom come I, in? I I was the only one that found out. That oh, discovered the, them. Yeah. All right. Wow. So that's close. That's to how Amy. I know he left them there. They weren't my videos. So we know that Imran's not asexual. Got it. Right. David, uh, that, that's the, your answer. You're Have getting... you ever had his wife on the show? Uh, whose wife? Your, your wife. Your wife. <laughs> oh. 
I'm married. No, we have. Just, <laughs> she, she did uh, one thing for the Patreon, right? Oh, did you put one thing on her? What, with her? We it was like she reviewed a movie. You know, Age of Ultron. We saw, and I yeah. asked her what she that's thought. The, that's the only oh, time she's right. ever been involved. Yeah, with the she, show. she's she's not. Was interested. she a better movie reviewer than me? No, she's not. Because oh. uh, <laughs> I wasn't very good. No, but don't tell her. Uh, David Zika, best and worst things about being related to Imran. Good question. Hmm. Give me wow. one of each. You have to be on a podcast. <laughs> Best thing ever. Oh, that's and a good worst thing. thing. Yeah, and worst thing. Best thing is he is very good to his friends and family. So he, I always have a ride home from the airport. No, I'm. I mean, that's a. Good I'm a thing. personal Uber. Best thing is we laugh a lot. We laugh a lot. Like my whole life, I just remember laughing a lot uh, with Imran. Worst thing. Worst thing. Oh, you're like broke all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. She got me. <laughs> he doesn't know how to manage his money. I'm not good with money. No, I this know is this. Not, uh, <laughs> and I'm in charge of the Patreon, so that's a little disconcerting. But there's money there. Don't worry, people. I haven't spent it on drugs and hookers yet. Yeah, uh, he's all yes. right. Jason Dutch from Voice from the Underground podcast. Does she curse as much as you? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's right. Oh, shit. Uh, Brian Goff uh, wants to know, would she ever date Anthony? <laughs> Is he, Anthony rich? Uh, I'm just kidding. He's I'm younger not that, than you. You can't I'm rob the cradle. That, um, materialistic all the time. <laughs> so I'll take that as Why no. Why can't I rob a cradle? Uh, you could. I'll be a fucking you cougar or whatever. Uh, Raymond Swanson, at what age did Imran stop wearing Spider-Man underoos? Or Brian Goff uh, re-asks, at what age will he stop wearing Spider-Man underoos? Uh, never. I, for the record, never had Spider-Man underoos. I cannot no? even comment on that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. Tane Reese, chocolate Tane. What is a guilty pleasure of Imran's? Do you know? These are great, because I don't even know if you know this shit. Fuller House. Okay, listen, Stephanie Tanner growing up is totally worth uh, watching all three seasons of Fuller House. Fuller House. Fuller House with Bob Saget. It's great. Yeah, she wears a lot of weird outfits. I got, I got a question for okay. you. What is the most athletic thing you've seen Imran do? Oh, snap. That's a good question. A jock question. Uh, CrossFit. We did CrossFit workouts together. Oh, that's right. Together. You got yeah, and I kicked CrossFit. his ass every time. Yeah, she did. Every time we did workouts together, I kicked his ass. And I'm not that athletic. What's the funniest thing you've seen him do in CrossFit? The funniest thing? You know, like as in like he fucked up I something. I, I think I saw you hit your face with the bar <laughs> at some oh, point. Oh, shit. Like pull the bar into his like face? On, a, on an overhead, like hit it from underneath, under his chin. Oh, my, yeah, I, I did oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've had the bar. Jeez, that, that is very uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah. I've had the bar bounce off my head. I've missed box jumps and fucked up my shit. Oh, shins. yeah. I didn't see that happen, but I saw the aftermath yeah, of that missed bump. box jump. He skinned his That's, leg. Like, it's <laughs> unbelievable that you did CrossFit. Uh, he, was, he was pretty good at it. I got no, he was in, yeah, he, yeah. I remember his in his prime he was to go in and talking about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. During but lunch. I created a monster, man. Yes, like, you did. I I turned him into one of those obnoxious CrossFitters. Where I was I posting heard. my fucking workouts yeah, every day. Oh obnoxious. my god. And I was like, she was what like, have you I have I to done? stop doing yeah. this. And I was like, oh okay. I was like, stop. Don't Yeah, no, don't. no one cares what you worked on. Exactly. Jamie Robinson, who is Mr. Throwback Thursday from the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Was she ashamed of your love for De La Soul in the Daisy Age? No. I turned you on to yeah, De La Soul. Yeah, you did. I'm not, not ashamed of loving De La Soul. They're awesome. I'm not ashamed, nor should you. Early De La is the best. I still listen to it. 
Um, uh, that's most of the questions. You guys got any follow-ups? Rogue boy, Anthony. Who do you think's funnier, you or Amra? Oh, that's a good Ooh, question. I think we're a different kind of funny. Is that fair to say? Yeah. At times we're the same. At times. How would you describe the difference? Imran's more screechy funny. (laughs) Imran's just funny looking. I'm funny, but looks aren't everything, people. (laughs) Oh, shit. So what, in your opinion, is your mom's perception of Imran currently? Oh, Ooh, that's a great boy. one. Oh, boy. Holy what like does it. she think he Constant. is? I'm just going to sit back and listen to this one. <laughs> Topic of conversation. Um, <laughs> this is shit I don't hear because they talk about it. And I don't know what they're saying. So go ahead. Uh, how to put this delicately. Uh, Doesn't have to be delicate. <laughs> I could take it. Uh, I think neither of us sort of live up to what she imagined her kids would be. Well, nobody could. What she wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- from her kids, but uh, I think deep down she's probably pretty proud, or at least decently proud. Or so, like, <laughs> they could this could be worse. Um, oh. <laughs> she's like, I'll take them. That's why when I went to tell her I'll about take both of them, me and Jesse. So that's what I was going to talk about earlier. Yeah, well, the biggest disappointment or whatever for who for her? No, when Rugboy asked, what did you ask earlier? Like. What was the thing that got the parents really mad? Uh-huh. I was going to talk about his whole like marriage. So Fiddlesticks Winterbottom also has a question. Uh, it was <laughs> when Marcus asked, is your sister single? Fiddlesticks comments. Come on, man. It's his sister. Even I know better not to go there. Come to think of it. How does she feel about Wisconsin men? And how did she accept your wife? I mean, how did I accept yeah, that's, her with open arms? Well, see, that's these people don't know. So you yeah. are accepting. You, you Why are, do they know? I talk about my okay. mom and stuff okay, and all okay. that, you know. No, I I don't give a shit. Yeah, I I was accepting Jesse's cool. Um, so when I told my mom that I did was living with a white woman that was Muslim, at first I told her I was gay, but then I was like, no, no, I'm she kidding. She used to ask I me. I just live with a white woman. <laughs> wait, okay, what? wait. So okay, she used to so think, here ask if he was gay. Oh boy. no, she used to ask, is he a gay? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I even get yeah, I mean, I've heard that um, in Philippines. Like, you're thirty and not married. Are you? A no, gay? it was a because gay? she would take. We we have these things uh, in Pakistani culture called rishta, but in in English, you would we used to call them showings, like a showing, mm-hmm. where you know someone would propose like a, a horse a meeting, like if and you're like, buying a horse, and like both families meet to sort of ogle. The, the daughter and the son involved sure, and like yeah. and, and, See if it's and judge match. the whole family, yep, right? Yep, you, yep. Both families meet at the same time. It's like a little guesting thing in someone's house and you sort of like talk about how much money they have, who's educated where, whatever. They try to like out fancy each other. And oh, this is um, all very materialistic. Yeah, very materialistic. <laughs> it's like it's all about like it's all about uh build <laughs> complexion because they don't want people too dark, right? So like yeah, you have right. to, they use these terms like weedish, weedish complexion, fair or whatever. So it's all about how you look, how tall you are, how much money your parents make, how much money you make, what your education is, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, like love shmuv. But so at one point she would like uh, arrange these showings and I went on a couple of them when I happened to be in town. I got out of a lot of this because I just- were these your showings or for him? No, for him. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got out of a lot of this because I just didn't live at home from an early age and he stuck around. I didn't stay in Chicago. So we went on these showings and he would just, and he, you know, my brother, bless him. He doesn't want to upset anyone. So he just goes along with it to make, you know, just like humor her or whatever. And we all went a couple of times to meet these families. Um, But then he'd always be like, 
you know, let it drop. And my mom at one point was like, how come he doesn't like any? And they were always like very sort of like traditional Pakistani girls who are probably women who are probably like fine people, but just not the right kind of match. Right. Uh, nothing right. in common. Uh, and so he would just let it drop. And my mom at one point was like, how come he doesn't, she was just thinking, how come he doesn't like any of these women? And then she goes, is he a gay? <laughs> <laughs> now counter story to that. I, in my experience, I tried to lean into that whole thing. Every time she would like suggest some, some Pakistani dude for me, you're like, let's do it. I would be like, I like girls. And she would be like, <laughs> and she would be like, you're crazy. Stop being crazy. I'm like, okay, what do you expect when you don't let me talk to boys my whole life? Yeah. But it didn't work. So, uh, <laughs> if you've seen the movie, wow. the big sick, it's very realistic and accurate. And the showings would be like, we're all there. And I'd be sitting there. And yeah, how does this go? So you go and there's a dinner and now wait, listen, does the girl have to like you or you just well, like, I want I, this girl? No, they have to like the you families too. have to and, like, uh, so is it a mutual understanding? So we would go to these things and I remember one of them. I just can't believe Imran has prospects. I No, but I don't. They're all forced. <laughs> I'm sitting there. There's They're literally five girls sitting across the table. It's like the girl and all our sisters, right? Wait, that really? was a different listen, thing. No, wait, no, no. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Let me finish. There's five girls there and we're eating. And then eventually like you would steal away and my mom would come over and she'd be like, so what do you think? And I'd be like, which one of the fucking girls is it? There was five girls. I don't know who, which one you're talking about. There's five of them. Yeah. And then one girl actually, uh, I got rejected because of the vitiligo. Yeah. Straight up. So that's a big, another very superficial and materialistic oh, yeah. thing. And so like, fuck you guys is <laughs> like the parents see it as a negative. They, they're like, it's probably going to pass down to the kids. So yeah. he's like defective oh, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, this, ain't, this shit ain't going to work which, anyways. Which transcends like that applies to the whole family. Like, like a, a family of a guy that, would say that about me because they know that the vitiligo is in the family, right? Like it's oh, in the wow. genes. So they'd be like, we're all defective because of it. But uh, I remember one time though. So they, there's another thing that happens and they're like um, these sort of like matchmaking, like mixers or events, like kind of, kind of like speed dating, but not really um, like in a community center and like a, in a mosque or something and you go in and it's like all these singles, young men, young women, and the parents are there, but they're like in the back and there's a table and you, and the table has stacks of these papers. Everyone has a paper that's called a biodata. Oh, yeah. And the biodata bio has like your picture your and resume. your stats, right? Yeah. Like your complexion, your height, your education, it's like what? whatever. Yeah. It's like your own trading card. And my mom signed him. I wasn't even in town for this, but I remember him telling me on the phone, signed him up for this thing and you pay money, right? And paid for it. And she was just like nagging him about this. And he's, and he's, he called me. He's like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to go, but she's already paid. And I was like, just go, whatever. So he goes and, uh, I call him after I'm like, how'd it go? And he goes, it was really cool. I met this other guy called Imran and he plays guitar too. And we're going to get together and play <laughs> oh music. I'm like, God. you weren't supposed to meet another dude. <laughs> I remember. I forgot that until you just said that. I remember that. Now. <laughs> wow. There's another guy named Imran who plays a guitar. I, know. Yeah. I was like, this is my doppelganger. This yeah. That's crazy. Get him. He needs wow. to die. There can only be one of us, like Highlander. Yeah. Yeah, you should All right, have that, a I, I think so, that'll anyway. conclude the AHAAM uh -huh. segment. Hope you guys uh -huh. learned as much as I did about my sister. Wow, I didn't know that you had all of these. Yeah, the, ar the, the arrangements. That's the fucking thing, man. That was one of the questions I was, uh, gonna, I was going you to don't ask. I mean, clearly you don't have to. He didn't you do don't. it. But you because go through Some these... people it works out. Some people it doesn't. I find that shit fascinating that there's like a skin. Uh, oh, yeah. Like there's, a, and there's different descriptions. There's like fair, yep, dark, yep, wheatish, yep. wheatish. The light skin people uh, always get the breaks, what, man. So what like, color uh, is wheatish anyway? 
What's the color of know. wheat? Is that like a white? It's like off-white. I think it's like, like a, a fair, white. Yeah, yeah, I think it's... So like, it's a it's, like a, it's a pejorative bag. if you're darker yes. it, even yep. in that. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. All, o- all over the world, yep. it's like that. Wow. They have these creams on in South Asia called Fair and Lovely, this whole... Uh, to lighten you. Th- this whole yeah. line wow. of products. And now they have one for men called Fair and Handsome. Oh, I should get that. Will it work? Do you think it'll work? How much you're lighter? You're already I mean, in, fair. It, it's the same thing with uh, Filipinos, like back in, yeah. in the Philippines. And that's the whole like, irony about the vitiligo being sort of like yeah, a Yeah, it's like the best defect yeah. there is. Because he's the yeah. fairest of all. I have not been enjoying white privilege as much I as know, I should have, unfortunately. He does, oh, get, shit. he does get better service at Starbucks than I do. People hold doors open together. for me for some reason. <laughs> it's true. That's the same thing in the Philippines where like yeah. uh, the moms will be like to the dogs, you're never going to marry. You're too dark. Yeah. Get out of the sun. You're too dark. Yeah. I love his Filipino. Our mom goes <laughs> crazy yeah. in the summertime. She's like, don't go out in the sun. <laughs> hey, the sun is bullshit like socks. I have vitiligo. I'll tell you right now. You don't need I it. I think that you're going to be able to get a good job as a Santa very soon. <laughs> what? what? I can't wait that's for that to happen. You know, that's funny you say that, Ruggs, because- you know, Christmas season just passed, and I was like, "Man, once this beer goes full white, I'm taking the Santa jobs. I'll be a legit." And then we, the whole joke is, "Ah, it's a Muslim Santa, you fuckers! Jokes on you. You're not getting anything." Beat not it. Easy, not real, but he's not even Catholic. I'm nowhere near <laughs> close to what you thought you were getting. Uh, to wrap up, we have a audio review of Aquaman from none other than Maddie J. Miller. There it is. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? Matthew James back again. Recently went and saw Aquaman in theaters, and overall this movie was pretty cool. Definitely not up to Marvel's level yet, but it was a great attempt. A lot of great visuals. Underwater looked amazing. Had a few problems with this movie, though. Last time we saw Aquaman and Mira in Justice League, they were talking underwater with an air bubble she had formed. Literally everybody in this movie is talking underwater with no air bubbles, so that didn't make any sense at all. Also, we see Nicole Kidman in the beginning eating a goldfish from a fish tank. That seems pretty messed up since we're all basically fish people, so I didn't like that either. Uh, Jason Momoa was, Momoa was pretty emotionally flat in this movie like everybody else was. We do see a Man of Steel oil rig explosion when he's talking to King Orm. We see a mention of Coast City where Green Lantern lives, and we see uh, Dinosaur Island, which is a deep, deep cut, so that was pretty cool. Speaking of Orm, Ocean Master looked amazing in his costume, especially uh, the, the looks of the face piece was amazing to me. Uh, Black Manta looked really, really cool as well. I liked his character. And his costume. He reminds me a lot of Man Ray from SpongeBob, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, slowly but surely, we see the Legion of Doom forming, which is amazing because I can't wait for the Justice League to team up and fight the Legion of Doom. That's, That's gonna be never happened. Freaking epic. Overall, this movie is like a six or seven out of ten for me. Didn't really like it that much, but anyways, what are you gonna do? Emron, if you don't play the second clip of this speak pipe, I will never listen to the show again or send a speak pipe in. Anthony, that wasn't funny what you just said. Chuck and nerd. <laughs> so you you know, we just talked about how I just I'm agreeable and I do things and. Of course I'm going to play the clip because he threatened something. I think you should dare him. I dare you. Sounds like a challenge Well, here's to me. the thing. Matt Miller actually did us a solid at this next clip. We usually talk about geek news, but I bypassed all that to get to oh, the, the segment. He breaks down some geek news. So we're going to do a little bit of news yeah. right now with Matt Miller taking us through. What's up, Jock and Air Nation? Matthew James back again. This is part two of my Speak Pipe series. So thank you so much for sticking around. I know you're super excited. So let's get right into the news. Are you excited? Recently watched the Men in Black trailer with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. I don't know why anybody would go see this movie. It looks like shit. It is kind of cool. They're still working together after Thor. Uh, also, uh, have you seen Men in Black International? I saw the trailer. Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson. It's like a Thor Ragnarok sequel. Uh, Liam Neeson leading it. What'd you get? What? Like the Hellboy movie, it's unnecessary. Uh, yeah, it, did, it didn't bring much. Anthony, what do you, you think? Do you like the Men in Black? You want to see another one? Do they need to make another one? I was never a big Men in Black guy, so 
I don't really have much an opinion on it either way. Too silly. I love the first movie and the, the world. Yeah, they I always built, found it too silly. There's a lot you could do in that world, but whatever. They're going to milk this. So it's all the us trailer from Jordan Peele's new movie. Mm-hmm. I had goosebumps watching it. It looks freaking crazy. Horrific. Go check it out. Uh, so I can't wait. this is interesting because I just found out you like horror movies. I can't I, wait. I really? watched the trailer yesterday. Uh, what is this movie about from that trailer real quick? I don't know. <laughs> but it looked scary. But what? So why? Why can't you wait? Um, it's less political commentary than it's less like racial commentary than his other movie. It's more like it's like evil genre horror, evil doppelgangers. That's right. They're That's us. What it was. It's the same person. Uh, I have you got? Have you guys seen the trailer yet? It's like evil clones. Yeah. What is the trailer? It's for? called Us. It's Jordan Peele's follow up. I have not. Get out. Oh, that movie. Yes. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking weird. It's not a follow up. It's just I mean, it's movie. his next yeah. horror movie. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I- I'm not watching that. No. Come on, Anthony. I mean, I'm, like, I'm out. A little, I, I'm not, I don't like being I don't like getting scared like fun. It. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the pussy? Who's calling me the pussy? This guy doesn't watch a horror movie. Uh, but I I don't like him either. There's a, I watch I, there's a little like Hitchcocky and vibe, like the way it was cut, the stuff he was doing, a little Stanley Kubrick ish. I kind of like that, that yeah. what we're seeing from him. Um, like the Doom Patrol teaser we got, Cyborg looked really cool in that trailer. I don't know why Justice League didn't do a simplified version like that. He was really good. Is that good. Cyborg? Oh, in the Doom Patrol trailer, they've Is added Cyborg? Cyborg. Yes, oh, wow. there's a guy. I didn't know that was Cyborg. I know playing. he looked like Cyborg, but I didn't think. Oh, that's Cyborg. Uh, that's the Titan season finale, if you watch that, there's a post credit scene also that has uh, Con- Connor Kent and Crypto, Superboy, hmm. in the whole Batman versus Robin. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. It was It was crazy, but it. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. It was kind of, it wasn't a thing, but it was a thing. But it was weird. Good ending. For all this group of heroes. They can do a lot with this cast. I'm really interested to see how it plays out. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin also wrote a novella about this uh, Night Flyer spaceship. It's on sci-fi. Go check it out. Great series. Really cool. Really trippy. Uh, moving over to Netflix, we have a Dark Crystal remake in the works with Mark Hamill, Andy Samberg, some really cool people. So if you like that, go check it out. Uh, Hero Mask is an anime series they made. I just finished that. Really good. And also Bird Box is a book that I read a while ago. They just made that into a movie with Sandra Bullock, which is a cool little thriller. Okay. Hold on. It's a book. So it wasn't a copy of a quiet. No, it's an adaptation of a book. Uh, Sophia and I and the fan, when they were over for the holidays, we randomly watched this bird box on Netflix starring uh, uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, uh, John Malkovich is in it. Sarah Paulson. It's actually pretty good. It's the happening meets the quiet place. All right. Okay. So you start out and uh, there are scenes where Sandra Bullock and these two kids are blindfolded and she's just, she's giving them orders. Do what I say, whatever you do, do not take off this blindfold. blindfold. They get in a boat and they go down a river blindfolded. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? It cuts to five years earlier and there's a mass epidemic of people committing suicide, mass suicides all over the world. It finally comes to where she is. You know, she's in the hospital. She sees this one lady when she's leaving. This lady is now slamming her head against the wall, uh, the glass wall bleeding. Shit goes crazy. And apparently there's monsters. And if you look at them, they get into your head and they trick you into killing yourself. So when hmm. you go outside, you have to have blindfolds. It's a, it was actually pretty well done. It reminded me of Lost. It's like a quiet place, but with sight. There's monsters that you, you don't, don't see that. the you monsters. You never see it's the like monsters. It's like an essence of an evil yes. thing. 
there's wind and the, the leaves whip up and you see and trees move like and lost, like there's something in the forest, but you never see them. And if you look at them, then your eyes glaze over. That's how you know. That's how we know that people have been affected. And then you kill yourself. I, I would recommend it. It was a pretty good movie. Would you consider this a horror movie? Yeah. I mean, I think I thought A Quiet Place was a bit of a horror movie, too. Yo, it sucks you in right from yeah, the beginning. You're yeah. like, what the shit it has is all going that on? Suspense and the. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, it had some it had some unanswered questions though too yeah but uh, yeah so did a quiet so did a quiet place but for a Netflix original Sandra Bullock uh, Malkovich uh, it's not bad so so does the JFK assassination that's true (laughs) and the moon landing (laughs) lots of unanswered questions and the moon landing (laughs) Black Mirror fan alert by the time this show posts Black Mirror's latest movie will have released. They just put out the trailer movie? today. Yes, yeah. this is what they're doing. They're putting out. Oh. They've done this before. Between seasons, there was a movie with John Hamm, and it was oh. around Christmas. It was like a Christmas theme movie. I got you. This one's called Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Uh, if you are a Lewis Carroll fan or a fan of poetry at all, you will be familiar with Bandersnatch from Jabberwocky, and it's a character from the Alice in Wonderland uh, stories. But. Uh, this this takes place in the 80s. It's about video game developers. And uh, Ruggs, what else can you say about this? Like, you don't really know. It's supposed to be a choose-your-own-adventure, isn't is, it? I think it is. We talked about the rumors of them making a choose-your-own-adventure episode. This whole trailer, they say things like change your mind, change your present. The lady's like, you are not controlling your fate to the character. You are not controlling this. I think this is a choose-your-own-adventure where we can choose which way it goes. Uh, it sounds very ambitious, but on the platform of Netflix is the only place you could do this because they can easily throw up two buttons at any point and you click the button and it goes off in one way uh, and you are controlling the character's fate and destiny, which is, it looks awesome. Anything Black Mirror is fucking great. I can't wait to watch that. Uh, let's finish up. Those are pretty awesome. Go check it out. Last but not least, Hellboy trailer. I know you guys talked about it last week. He looks freaking awesome with his horns. Uh, Rugboy, you said you didn't want or didn't see the necessity in this. What do you see? What do you think? What would you like to see in necessity of? What do you think is uh, Hollywood's lacking or what do you want to put out? I know that it wasn't very succinct, but anyways, he looked cool with the horns. <laughs> we got a little teaser of that in the first movie, so I'm excited to see that play out. That's well, the whole, thing about, the whole thing about Hellboy is that it's already been done by, number one, a master director with the perfect actor to play Hellboy with the best makeup that you could get. Yeah. There's no reason to make this movie again. There's just no reason. Um, unless you want to just throw more money at it and make it more of a spectacle and swear that doesn't, and because it's R-rated, so you can swear. Right, now. Yeah, okay, but that doesn't necessarily no. mean make it any better no, it or anything. What would you right? like to see that hasn't been, uh, that needs? To come I would out? like to see first of all now the exact opposite: a failed attempt at a movie like Masters of the Universe is a perfect thing to do because because you have something that could have been you have a property that wasn't given its due and needs to be given its due properly. So I would say like maybe a Masters of the Universe or maybe uh, The Sword, the comic book, which is a great comic book about a, a woman who's paraplegic that finds out that her father and is it is an actual god and buried a sword in the in under the house. And if she touches that sword, she she could uh heal all her wounds and stand up for the first time. And that sword is the only thing that could kill another god. And there's all the other gods want that sword so they can be live forever, not ever have the never be killed. That sounds cool. That is I've a heard fucking it. great, great fucking uh, graphic novel or I've heard about that. miniseries. Yeah. And, and, and it's it's, star, it's a woman hero 
And you know, it's it's amazing. So uh you should. They should make that Masters of the Universe uh, remake coming out next year and the next year. No, it's not. They haven't even started casting. Uh, yeah, it. maybe not. It was supposed <laughs> to, and they're planning it, but yeah. it might not happen. But good points. Why remake something that people already love that was uh, a fan favorite? If something's done really well, there's no point in remaking it. Like unless you're continuing a franchise. Like the fact that okay, maybe the actors age out or something like that. That's fine. But like. Um, like Spider-Man, for example, like when Tobey Maguire got too old to play Spider-Man or got too old for Marvel, Marvel's liking to play Spider-Man or they wanted to go in a different direction. Mm. Okay, whatever. But, I mean, we're all, was the amazing Spider-Man movies necessary? No, no. they made them anyway. No. Nobody And people don't like them. So, all right. M- Matt Miller, I hope that satisfies your question. Well done. Sophia. What's up? We're at the end of the show. Do you want to plug anything? Now, we did make mention of the, the stand-up question and mm-hmm. Fiddlesticks wondering, do you really do stand-up? Uh, I, do you want to do, say I, what you do as a hobby? I do as a hobby do stand-up <coughs> comedy in the D.C. area, sometimes in New York, sometimes in Chicago, but mostly in the Washington, D.C. area. If you're in the area, you know, go out to see your local open mics. You might find me there. Uh, if you have more questions about Imran, about myself, about Jason Momoa, Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at at Sof Javed, S-O-F-J-A-V-E-D. Also, I just joined Instagram recently. I don't really know. Oh, how, <laughs> I don't really know how it works, but I'm also at Sof Javed on Instagram. Uh, follow me there. Give me pointers on how to use it. I need like a millennial to tutor me. If you are in the D.C. area. <laughs> I would find find her, find the open mics you're at because find my sister. sister. <laughs> it's like where's Waldo? Where, where, where is Sophia? Where is Sophia? Because really, some of the greatest times we've had recently is uh, you asking me to help you with your material. I love writing jokes with you. It I was like, help much by the way. Yeah, I've tried, but I was like, this is a job. I got a cool knock knock joke yeah, for you. No, I wrote a couple <laughs> knock, of good knock, uh, motherfuckers. <laughs> helped out a couple of good things, but. Your stand-up is really good if you keep doing it. Yeah, yeah uh, it's getting you, there. You, you, uh, people love you do. And the fact that you are a brown Muslim woman. Uh, there are more of us out there. A lot though. farther than if I did it. Another fucking white guy saying, no. I, I don't know. Up. The white guys still get pretty far with their dick jokes. But yeah, it's all, it's all about <laughs> dick jokes. And, That's what I yeah. do. White guys and dick jokes. But you would stick out a little bit more. It's, uh, it's, it's your time. It's their time, it's your, man. It's your time. It's, it's the women's time. I'll uh, lean into that shit. Th- thank you for coming on the show. I hope you had fun. Thanks for having me. Sorry, it was a lame movie review. Oh no, you were fine. Really, oh, you're fine. We got we we got it. You just people just wanted the dish on me. That was the whole point. Right. Yeah. If you want more dish, hit me you up. know what to do. Twitter, and, Instagram. And you brought some levity to the review. You're like, it's fine. The movie's good. I like it. <laughs> I was like, I, I like Jason it. Jason Momoa. Yeah, it's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's good. I had a good time. I mean, the movie we, yeah. was wet. The audience was wet. You know. There Everything you is better down where it's wetter. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy, where I'll probably be tweeting uh, pictures of my uh, new friend. Oh, who's that? What? <laughs> uh, did you find Sophia? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what oh, is going on? Where is this going? Did you find something on the street? A no, small animal? No, uh, no. Listener, help us grow by visiting our website using our affiliate links for Merchoid and Amazon. Click those banners, shop. You'll be helping us out. And another way you can help us grow is just by telling a friend. Share the show. Grab someone's phone uh, and, and subscribe them. Tell their Alexa to enable Jock and Nerd. Alexa, enable Jock and Nerd. And it will be enabled. 
Thank you for listening to the Chalk and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll hear you next time. Call me Ocean Master. They call me Bushmaster. Wagwan. My balls was hot. Well, that's a call me. Call me Black Manta. Black Manta. I'm sorry. Or Black Man. What's your name again? Manta. Get pause on the Manta.